Ahoy there, friends. It's me, your old pal, Captain Kevin. Thanks for checking out this episode of the Attitude Era podcast. It's only the finale of season two of Tough Enough, so I'll stop you right there. If you've not seen all the other episodes, head on back in the old library here. Make sure you check out all those apps leading up to this monumentous occasion because we started this side series before there was a global pandemic. Hey, if you like this show being ad-free and you want to help support it, well, you can head over to patreon.com forward slash AE podcast where there's over 200 hours of exclusive content not available here on the main feed i'm talking nearly 100 episodes of the smackdown crawl i'm talking series like the corporate ministry of sound where we review albums chaos comics reviews with adam and billy as well as that you've got the bibliotech the reading rants the the big show show video episodes and so much more all of this is available including outtakes goofs gaffes and all sorts at patreon.com forward slash AE podcast for as little as five dollars a month you get access to that entire back catalog at least two new pieces of content a month three if you're on a higher tier and you get all of that with zero commitment to stick around whenever you want to drop out you can if you want a lot of content very quick for very little money and also to say thanks to us for making this show it's patreon.com forward slash AE podcast but for now let's head on down to the world muscle through a whole bunch of these episodes and try and figure out exactly in the year of our lord 2002 who exactly is tough enough tough enough season two the last load of episodes it's me your old pal captain kevin joins them always alongside the finalists of this season of our season of tough enough reviews from season one through five of the <laughs> I'm currently on season two of Tough Enough. Adam season two Bibbalo. Oh, no. Adam the Maven Bibbalo. Right? I was going to say, I finally come around and oh, embraced it now. Have you? you? Can't change it on me at the last minute like this. Adam the Maven Bibbalo here for one last bite of the Tough Enough Season 2 Cherry, how are you doing today? I'm good. I'm fucking stoked to be doing this. I love Tough Enough so much, man. Speaking of loving Tough Enough, there's a man here who bloody loves Tough Enough (laughs) almost as much as he loves reviewing Tough Enough. It's the baddest man on the planet from Seasons 1, Seasons 2 (laughs) of Tough Enough. And from the Attitude Podcast, Seasons 1, 2, 3, 4, 5... And some of the bonus ones is, <laughs> is Billy Keeble. Hello. Hello. How you doing? I'm doing really good. I'm really looking forward uh, to talking about more Tussinus. Oh, baby, Tussinus is in the air. This, let's just say off the bat, because we ended the last episode on something of a cliffhanger. Mm. The last episode of Tough Enough, should I say. Not to be confused with other last episodes where I also were complaining about something on the network. This one turned out to be true. There was no episode... 12? Yeah, yes. episode 12. Episode 12. MIA. Not on the network. And before you all come in and be like, actually, it's there, but it's under the ECW tab. No, no. it's literally not on not there. Not to be had. No. But we did have some lovely help. Yep. And we're happy to tell you that this Tough Enough journey is going to be ending properly. We're not going to trip up afterwards and make a fool uh, of ourselves. Uh, 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 uh. We're staring down Paxman and we're finishing Tough Enough Season mm. 2 yep. the way it's meant to be done. Absolutely. So, all episodes reviewed. Every one of them. Every one of no them. No matter how much we hate it. I want to say at the top of the show here as well, a big thank you to Darius Hemsworth, who did get in touch with us and get us a hold of Episode 12 as well. Yes, which he got yeah. at the Perfectly Legal DVD shop. Absolutely. And yeah. he found out about that from Cinema Swirl, so it all worked out in the end. We helped him, he helped us. 
basically. Synergy. Thank you, Darius. Synergy, baby. Where did we last leave our Tough Enough Season 2 goons? Now, we left on a very uplifting moment. We had a bit of darkness in the last part. We was a few... Some eliminations were, yeah. It's even calling them eliminations isn't nice. Like, oh, shit, yeah. Alicia was hooked on painkillers and had a bad back and had to go. Jesse had a heart problem. She had to leave. Matt like, Morgan's leg exploded. Yeah, Danimal was told that he had no personality and was told to fuck off. Oh, no! Like, it was all somber, but then at the end, we found out you're all going to go on a little trip to South Africa hey! and have a nice time. And oh, look, that little seagull on the beach has got its beak caught in a little... Th- Come oh. on, hawk, feed it a hawk And witch. then we set it free and it flew off and that seagull became WWF champion one day. Oh, like, so. what, what champion? What? <laughs> which, which human did that bird turn into? Because that must have like oh, I was it's gone to like some like yeah. evolution rate like Obviously, in Super Mario yeah, Brothers. Right? Like, I was know. just talking about a seagull. Who's the most the bird-like WWE champion? But they have to be a champion as well. Yeah. Champion, you know, I mean, it's got to be Seth Rollins then, right? I mean, he is, he is like a seagull, isn't it? And I remember one time Seth Rollins, Billy, he stole my cone of chips, and mm. he was like. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, they saved Seth Rollins. I think How it's safe to say. But at it. what cost <laughs> to <So> the business? <laughs> so that's where we left off last time. Yes, and here we are now with episode number ten of season number two, Africa or bust. Uh? We're heading down to historic Sun City, and I do mean historic because of all the historic wrongdoings that took place <laughs> in Sun City. We're at the resort, South Africa, baby, and everyone's. Pretty excited, despite the fact that Al ended last episode and begins this one being like, yeah, they're not anywhere near yeah, up to this. No, like, no. Yeah, Al is at his wit's end at this point. We have to go to a region that historically has not seen <laughs> as much WWE so yeah. that the superstars don't get the stink off of them, essentially. <laughs> so they're treating this as a punishment or a reward? This is a reward. Why? What are they being rewarded for? Saving that bird? For having a shit time. For everyone being so miserable and beat up. It's like, we need to lift the classes spirits a little bit here with the holiday. Yeah. But they've but made a, a working point, holiday. That's working it. holiday. Last time in season one, it was a holiday. This time they've made the point, they're like, yeah, we're going to go and have fun, but you're going to be training and you're going to be busting your asses at the same time. Yeah, see, what I think they should have done is take them on loads of trips, all sorts yeah. of trips but always tell them to pack their gear and they never know when yeah. they're going to wrestle. Thus, they'll learn the lifelong wrestling lesson of always bring your gear. Realistic. Unless you're Sabu, because someone has probably got them pants. <laughs> now, I don't know about you guys, but if I was given the option of training at tracks or training in South Africa... Whoa, whoa tracks I'm west a, or east? At, well, we're at tracks west, so that's yeah, okay. the option. Okay. So mm-hmm. if, I, if I'm given the, the choice between South Africa and tracks, I'm staying at tracks... South Africa is too fucking hot for me. I'm just going to put it out there, Billy, that everyone is going to South Africa. The only person that's staying behind at Tracks West is Bob Holly. Yes. So it'll be <laughs> you and Bob and no one else. That's yeah. true. And uh, unfortunately, we didn't get my request, which is the footage of Bob Holly roaming Tracks West on yeah. his own, going, when are you going to learn? You're locked in here with me. <laughs> I don't know why he's not going. <laughs> I don't know why he's not going, because there are no bears in Africa. So Aww. like that's that, that, that must be why he was afraid to go. Maybe there's an outstanding warrant for. I was going to yeah. say I don't think he's allowed to go. <laughs> <laughs> he might have been. Sparkplug could have gotten him some nasty shit with the commandant back yeah. in '97. <laughs> you know, Bob's wanted because he opened up a mine of nefarious purposes. Like. No, all I'm saying is is that 
they know that this is kind of a poison chalice and a bit of a cursed trip because not many trips you go on need to have a special gift of a pool party beforehand yeah, to yes. kind of preemptively apologise for what you're going to go through. That's it. Before we even leave to go to South Africa, we're getting a special appearance here from Stacey and Tori. Wow! The ladies of the Alliance strutting their stuff. <laughs> two. Can't believe them crossed the line like this. I, I bet that ride in the SUV with Big was fun. Oh, <laughs> him picking them up from the airport. Yeah, you guys are like my sisters. <laughs> <laughs> Right, a couple of things I, I like about this. Uh, obviously, you need to listen to season three if you don't know why I'm already gushing about being big fans of these. these a ladies. podcast season three. A right podcast else, season which three, which we all featured on. Don't yeah. go into the future. It's tough enough. Like season that. three doesn't exist yet. Yes, no. but in the future, it, it will. It, depending We're on when you're listening to this, fucking reviewing all of this. Like, Hell yeah, absolutely. But I like the fact that in their video package where it's like Tori Wilson and Stacey Kieber, it just shows them getting beat up loads. Yeah. <laughs> That's what they've been doing. And like, I don't want to say they don't have much to, to offer these folks because obviously they do. They're more starstruck by Stacey and Tori yes. than probably anyone else they've seen so far. Absolutely. Jake practically runs out of the house to greet yeah. them. Like. Yes. like when a dog has so much energy it doesn't know yeah. what to do with it. It's like running around in circles. Like. Yeah, I mean, you probably have more likelihood that this man has seen all of the matches of these women than yeah. any Definitely. other people who have come here. Yeah. And I mean, like, what have they got to say? Like, Stacey's eating some barbecue and she's like, oh, you're going to South Africa in WCW once we went to Australia. That's pretty cool, right? That's also a way. We, we've got to go now. Yeah. So, and then, thanks for having us. And then during this conversation we get our First of many in these first three episodes of people ripping the shit out of Hawk. Oh, yeah. yeah. Whatever buffer was there with these last few people who yeah. were, were kind of, you know, Hawk, main I mean, character. Hawk's the focus I mean, now. all he says wrong here, like, he, he accidentally says refugee instead of the, the word reserve. Uh-oh. Yes. And they rip the everlasting shit out of him for it. And this yeah, isn't... It's, it's so lame as well. Like, <laughs> you said refugee. That's so funny. And like, there was so you know, there's nothing quite like the race to the bottom of like, yeah. all right, you've mocked someone, and now to make it feel like we're not mocking you, we're all gonna do worse versions of the joke, and be like, oh, what re re refugees? I mean, like. Like it, like it, like an emu, like has been dis displaced, or like, uh, uh, what's another animal? A uh, kangaroo who's yeah. like, there's, there's a dick, there's war yeah, the, crimes. Yeah, they, yeah, they, they yeah. said something like, oh, was there a Bosnian kangaroo or some shit? Like, and, they, and the hits keep coming, lads. But this is nothing new. Hawk has been like getting dumped on by everyone throughout the whole yes. season, but it is getting to like critical it's, yeah, mass because he like w walks inside and rings his mum and starts crying. Yes, like immediately after we this. get a talking head with him where he's saying like, oh, you know, they're always doing this, but you know, I've. I've had this my whole life, pretty much. Yeah. Like this is Hawk gets picked on a lot. It was at like, this moment I, I I just said he's not got it in to be a wrestler. No, 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 like, no, no. no. That, like there was a possibility beforehand that he could he could do something, but this here that they you know like because they they like while I think it's shitty the things that they're saying, this is gentle ribbing. Oh, yeah. compared to what he will get yeah. if he becomes is, a wrestler. This is just ribbon for ribbon's sake. How will you deal with this when it's someone who's literally doing this to fuck with you? Yeah. Yeah. to get your spot to make or you cry. To show yeah, like, to someone else that you're not worthy of a yeah. thing. Or you know, there's so. Have you met JBL? <laughs> like yeah. you're gonna if you get this get this job. I mean, I I felt it was really shit the way they treated him, and also as well, I felt it was really shit the food that they put out there. You're bringing two of the, the most well-known babes in wrestling and you're meant to be celebrating your big trip. 
you can't cover the shortcomings of your barbecue with bags of crisps all over it. Mm. There was like three hot dogs and like five bags of potato <laughs> chips. Yeah. The fuck is that like? You're going to have a headache on that flight. Yeah. They all get in the hot tub and it just made me say, oh no, out loud when Not I was that watching. hot tub. We're back in the hot tub, yeah, baby. This is a very different hot tub though. This is like if you got into a hot tub with Stacey and Tori at like a convention because there's like a man stood there with hands and hips you're like, yeah. right, that's up, enough. Up, 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 up. Yeah. Yeah. Al's there like making sure that yeah. the long history of hot tub trouble does not continue on Tough Enough Season 2, episode number 10. We get a little bit of Tori here talking about how important it is to be popular and yeah. to be sociable and to, ha- to be well-liked backstage and the whole time the camera is zooming in yeah. on Hawk's face. Especially when like, she says, the words if no one likes you you'll be miserable Hawk. but you know i know it seems kind of like an obvious thing to say and all that but hey i've just come from doing the ryback episode of how it's wrestling and let me tell you you don't make she literally says like it's the, the business is as much about your personal relationships as it is about your own character yes yeah. and like yeah you know you can't yeah. get on with people you can only get to a certain point. What's that point? Ryback. That's yeah, that's literally the much. point you can get to yeah. by having no interpersonal Unless relationships. you are an absolute freak like Lesnar or someone like that. Yeah. You can't get away with being a loner in the locker yeah. room. Like. Yeah, and even Lesnar can make Vince McMahon crack up when he tells him about someone he killed at the weekend or something like that. Like, <laughs> or human he hunted on the ranch or something like that. Oh yeah, that's good stuff, pal. <laughs> Some things never change, I guess. Hawk is routinely mocked and the pool is filthy. No. So we arrive in Africa and we play some stock African music. We saw lions, we saw uh, three rhino. And now we're about to uh, get on a hot air balloon. I've never done that in my entire life. And I'm not gonna lie, it doesn't immediately seem very like African. It's just like no. a resort. They might yeah, as well be in yeah. Lanzarote, honestly. Yeah, yeah, yeah it could I be mean, anywhere. We also get some talking heads throughout the journey. Oh, and my yeah. favorite backdrop, one. That backdrop, that backdrop there again. Yeah. Screen screen. My, my favorite one was Jake, who admits he's never left the US. And Jake legitimately ponders if they have weights in Africa. Yeah. Or will he, or will he have to lift weights in the jungle? Is a genuine thing he questions. <laughs> Jake, you big, beautiful dummy. Like, I fucking love Jake yeah, I think so this much. This kid's gonna make it, like, like you know. Yeah. He's got just he... enough naivety, the good body. Yeah. <laughs> he's perfect. I love Jake so much. He's such an idiot. We get a little uh, talking head of Pete as well, who's like, oh, I'm so excited, man. We're gonna get there. Yeah, I know we're gonna work and everything, but we're gonna gamble. We're gonna get shit faced. Yeah. I can't wait. And I've been told, like, good authority, you can literally do anything in Sun City. Anything you can do and get away with it as well. It's fantastic. And they all arrive and they're like, hey, we're tired. It's been a long trip, but we're here. By the way, guys, there will be uh, cuts on this holiday. Yeah. <laughs> what a mood killer. <laughs> Jesus Christ. It, like, it kills them because he tells them at dinner. Yeah. Yeah. It's like if someone went to you in your first meal in Hollywood, just so you know, there will be some diarrhea on this holiday. I know there will be, but don't tell me now. As they just tell them, like, and tomorrow morning, everyone get a good night's sleep because we're going to get up early and we're going to go in hot air balloons. (laughs) One of you will be cut. (laughs) (laughs) Well, personally, I didn't think that Hawk uh, took to the hot air balloon very well and it's not going to bode well for him in this business. So I think we should cut him on that basis. So they're staying in the Palace of the Lost City Hotel. And I thought I'd take a leaf out of Kevin's book here and I typed in Palace of the Lost City Hotel controversy. Yeah. Oh, Adam, there's been some crimes committed in this building. Well, the one I, I also typed in tough enough as well to try and narrow it down and I got <laughs> this little review here from TripAdvisor. Four stars. All right. Amazing property. Okay. So four stars. It okay. starts truly a five star hotel that I knocked down one star for some minor issues. 
The ceiling fan in our room did not work. The water temperature in the shower was tough to control. Uh, and the air conditioning in our room here. did not cool down far enough. <laughs> so, Truly, uh, I was the maven of this whole <laughs> So you're not the only one that can find controversies online, Kevin. Wow, sharing the load there. There, like. you have it. there you go. You can do a bit of that. I can write jids. You yeah. know, we got each other's backs. It's and fine. Billy can bring the dark side element that yeah. we need. <laughs> between, between the two of us, we can muster up some grotesque injury for Billy to yeah. watch. <laughs> really turn his stomach. Um, they get to the hot air balloon, and one of the balloonists uh, has a fucking elephant gun. Yeah. Are they worried about sky rhinos? <laughs> Billy, they like to be sky called sky nose. Come on now. This is only a few years after James and the Giant Peach mm. came out. People were still wary. Right? Ha- have either of you been hot air ballooning? No. no. I would love to, no. though. No, never my, my earliest memory as a young child involves a hot air balloon. Were you? I'm guessing a nosebleed is also involved. No. Wait, if I type <laughs> Billy Keeble hot air balloon controversy, <laughs> what <laughs> am I going to find No, no so this is my genuinely my, my earliest memory. I was four years old. And my parents went on a hot air balloon. So my, but we got driven into a field. So I was there, got driven into oh, a field. No. And my grandmother was there. My grandmother held my hand. And I watched as my parents... Ah, don't go! ...floated <laughs> off into the sky. And genuinely, I distinctly remember this feeling just going... I'm never going to see my parents again. And they gave you cake for a week after that. I and, like, and then, like we were supposed, to, like they were supposed to go up for a couple of hours, and we were supposed to meet them at a specific pub, and they didn't come down. They're having too much fun. There was a storm. They got blown off course wow. and end and ended up in a field. Ten miles away from where we were supposed to land. No, I'm not joking around here, but isn't that what happened to Hey Arnold's parents in Hey Arnold? Yes, <laughs> yes. So, 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 yeah. So, like, I, I just that is my earliest memory. Oh is, no! And I like, I didn't know if it was real or not. I brought it up to my parents at Christmas like two years ago, and they're like, "Oh yeah, that 100 percent happened. You cried. <laughs> All the, we could hear you from a mile up. So, long story short, if you're going to go hot air ballooning, do like tough enough here. Don't bring someone who could be traumatized and leave them down on the ground. You, take yeah. take yeah. them up with you. You, like. you, you want to take someone up there like big, who is like a giant kid. Look, Al, a giraffe! <laughs> He's so Give me the excited. Give me the <laughs> a big is so excited to see a giraffe. You know that there was a conversation that either Bob Holly or Big was going on this trip. Yeah. yeah. And it doesn't really make sense that Big is here. Let's be honest. I mean, it doesn't make sense that Big is on the show, full stop. Yeah, his he's role. such a big role now. His role. He's, he's the emotional role. heart of the show. He actually. really is not. <laughs> he simply isn't. He's John Gaborik, or better known... As Mr. <laughs> no, it's Mr. Big Big. Mr. Big, Big, Mr. Big, Big. Now, they go to some ruins after this. Yeah, it's a little coliseum. Nev, mm. And uh, a little bit of uh, Andre the Giant chat here where they're like, yeah, Andre the Giant wrestled in this very ring, this exact this ring, ring here, here. In this spot. And like, I have come to realize in recent years, you think Hulk Hogan is a fucking bullshitter. WWE talking about Andre Rusinov. Yes. Therein lies the bullshit. If anyone with a WWE polo shirt says anything about Andre the Giant, assume it's bullshit. <laughs> Unless it was Tim White. Yeah, I mean, that's the only that's the only way you can deal from the horse's mouth. But I imagine that Andre the Giant came here and had a big dinner at some point. <laughs> yeah, you know. But that other than that, I don't believe it. No, Andre the Giant in this exact this exact ring here because they're like it's this exact this ring. This one. Don't lie to me. 
It's clearly not. It's a new ring. It's not that one, liars. <laughs> uh, the new body slam practice. Fuck me, this mat is harder than the one at tracks. Yeah. The yeah. Noise. I, it could be because it's in a coliseum, the way that the, the sounds travel. Well, no, no, Andre liked his rings hard. Oh, yeah. I was going to say, that is the only thing that indicates this could be a ring from the 70s. Mm. Like, is that it is stiff as shit. I mean, what it is, is it's so hot, it's scalding them when they're going God, down geez. as well. And it's kind of hard because a few times they slam them, they have to kind of peel them off a little bit. That's a great gimmick for a match. Mm. The hot ring match, mm. like the, the like the surface of the ring is just nearly hot enough to burn you. Okay, we like. do have to workshop the name though, because you know this Sunday the hot ring match. <laughs> <laughs> Brought to you by Hot Bonds. It's the second hottest ring in the history of wrestling. <laughs> they have got some big old shorts on them. It is two thousand and one, folks. Let me tell you, those are those are some big breezy boys they got going oh, they're on. They're getting there. so sunburned as well. Oh yeah. I'd hate every second of this. Now, Ivory's here, and she's kind of, you know, probably could see more of Ivory in this episode than we have in love season two, really. Mm, she's yeah. been there, but she's been like Chavo, kind of, you know, doing she, like, yes. you know, she's doing been the stood actual, over there brushing yeah. her teeth, you know. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Doing the actual fucking uh, training behind closed doors yeah. as opposed to just the hazing that you see on camera. But uh, she starts talking to the girls, and she's got some uh, different, uh, they all have different ideas on what a woman's wrestler should be. Uh, keep in mind, I guess Ivory is employed by WWE in 2001, but she was like, you know, I want girls to be girls in the ring. You know, you can be a wrestler and all that, but get angry if they touch your face. Mm. And Annie's like, I'm really big and I just kind of want to be like athletic and, yeah. and that. And, and Ivory's like, Meh. It's just so funny considering Ivory's character in the Attitude Era was yeah. like... Oh yeah, but, but I've, Ivory is like a very girly person, I think. Like, and I... I read it as you don't her. don't mistake toughness that you can't be feminine and girly because i think that's, no, a, no, yeah, that's yeah. a yeah obviously not the case and I, I didn't read it quite as ivory dictating to other people i thought it was more her just saying like i prefer to be right, yeah, like yeah. quite a feminine woman as well as a tough woman like i don't know if she was trying to prescribe it to annie necessarily annie took it that way though yeah she definitely did yeah. and either way this is still at least she's not saying than, yeah Deborah like candle yeah, track, yeah. Like, yeah. You know. it's a huge improvement over that yeah Deborah said she's like you know if you're a woman you should be like I don't want that candle anywhere near my face <laughs> yeah. it's too warm like. <laughs> so there's a little bit of reverse psychology going on here yeah so, so everyone's dead and they clearly have not planned for the heat yeah and Al wants to give everyone a rest until, a nap and then Big says it's time for a patented Big's trick. Oh, baby. Big? <laughs> now What's we're in cooking? your big pocket this week, so, Big? <laughs> so Big's big trick today is that he's going to he's gonna, <laughs> he's gonna ask everybody if they want to, uh, to nap or to train. Okay. If they say what they want to nap, they all have to train. But that's the opposite of what but they said. But no, if, they, if they say no big, oh we want to train, God. they can have a rest. What was he smoking when he came up with that and idea? Initially, if they let him, he'll flip reverses on you. That's exactly yeah. what Good he did Lord. there. And so Al comes to all these incredibly sunburned, borderline heat stroke. These yeah. people are, yeah. you know, at the very least, dehydrated and they're fucking jet lagged and they're roughed up. Do you guys want to rest? Do you want to take a nap? Or do you, do you, want, to, do you want to train? And oh, they, they all go, oh, can we... Can we have a nap, please. Only person who says train is Jake. Yeah. Jake's like, I need, get, I need weights. Get me in that jungle so I can start lifting. <laughs> like, they literally, like, reacted kind of like, look, we know this is probably a trick, but, like, we're I'm so, so sore. So dejected. Or fight or flight instinct is telling us to be yeah. honest and be like, yes, please. Uh, and, and Al's really pissed off because Al genuinely believed that, like, he was happy to just give them a rest. They don't fall for this, but, right? But, like, no. if, he, if he'd, like... If he, if, if between the two options, he 100% predicted they'd say train. 
And oh, he's yeah. genuinely dumbfounded. He's so, by it. so, so does know this group as well as the last I season. I think that the idea came from that Al wanted a rest as well. Yeah. And he was like, maybe we can let the guys have a rest. Maybe from a different point of view, when you train, you mean like you'd like to go on an overnight train and go yeah. to sleep? Is like, that w- it? Winking Wink? at them. Yeah. Like... But somebody. Out Big's Big. Yes. Our boy Hawk. Hawk's got some tricks of his own. Hawk knows exactly how Big thinks. Yes. And knows how to exploit that. Obviously he has had a bigger brother. Because that is literally like... Or no, Big is bigger brother. Big is like little brother who gets to look after a younger cousin for one night. Yes. Yeah. Drink, That's what it drink is. this glass. Yeah. It's got mayonnaise in it <laughs> and horseradish uh, oh, and piss. <laughs> all Hawk has to say is just says, hey, Big, can everybody have a rest if I shave my head? And Big's just like, <laughs> yes, you can. Yeah. It was mighty big of you to offer. And he, yeah, he shaves his head. And I will tell you right now, it does Hawk no favours. If mm. anything, this hastens his departure. He looks he looks awful with the shaved it, head. it turns him into what was that lad in NXT? He was you like, did this to me. <laughs> what was his name? He was, he was mates with Sylvester LaFour. What was he his was. name? And dang it, the, the hair removal. They, I, they threw V on him. Billy, I love you so much, you know, because it's like... No one will remember that. No one will. You're making it It was Enzo Amore who threw it on him. Not him, not my wife, none of them (laughs) will understand. It was was a hair versus hair match between Sylvester IV and Enzo Amore. Whoever got... Whoever lost was going to have uh, like Veet dumped all over their okay. head, and Sylvester Lafort had this little French mate. I can't remember what his name is, and he just got a bucket of this stuff thrown on his head. He was gone for months, and then he came, and then he came back, and he was playing like a cane-like character. Yeah, he was all bald, and he was all he was like he died. Stop brushing. No, no, he was like Snitsky. Yeah, oh, Snitsky, watch. He was. He looked like him there. No. And he was he was he stopped brushing his teeth like Snitsky <laughs> and he was just like Enzo Amore, you've done this to me. Uh, he was like uh, a fucking muscular golem. And then he had a match with Tyler Breeze, and Tyler Breeze is like, I'm pretty, and the guy's like, You did this to me. And the idea was that it was the fans. <laughs> it was the fans they, who put, put it on him. When they, he said you, it was plural. Yeah. We didn't know. And if he was Irish, he would have said ye, yeah. and he would have known. <laughs> but he didn't because he was French. Great character work. <laughs> And his name was... Was it like Marcel LaPont or something? His... Marcel... Marcus Louise. Marcus Louise. From the Legionnaires. Playing up a gimmick based on their... French heritage. So uh, This all sounds very made up to me. I'm not season gonna lie. six of the Attitude Podcast. <laughs> oh, no. We are wow. <laughs> Back to tough enough. <laughs> Hawk looks weird with a shaved yeah. head. It is it's upsetting. And then right. like he's doing it and like all the I, I like I can't remember who's upset. Is it is it Al says like Girls, you need to do something for, for, for Hawk. And all the girls kiss him on the lips. Yeah. I felt weird. That's felt very weird. weird. That's very... Um, I was going to say it's transactional, but sometimes transactions can be nice. Uh, yeah. So yeah. that just felt like crap. That's weird. Yeah. So they go to a lion park next. <laughs> and a lion bites Big. And it's straight so... It's, it's straight big, away. As soon as they get there, Big gets bitten by oh, a lion. Oh, that's cool. I, I, I had <laughs> both hands on the guns here now. Bullets in the chambers, ready to give you the big spiel about how I hate these wildlife parks where you interfere with young cubs. They're like, ah, big up in though! Ah! And he's bleeding as well, and he tries to laugh it off, but he can tell he's really. Like, if it had been, if it had been any of the cast, 
I'd have been like, oh no, don't get no. bit by a lion. This is the fact that it's big. Big, big. big gets bitten by a lion. The only thing better would have been Bob Holly getting bit yeah. on the head by a lion. <laughs> <laughs> I've already got a little bit left. No. He tries to pull the mane off an actual <laughs> And afterwards I went and I made sure I got the lion. I was like, oh, he's bigger than your stomach. Huh? Don't worry. Oh. You're yeah, safe, they, they watch, they watch a man work a match with mm-hmm. a lion, don't they? Yeah, yeah I, I just, uh, if you're going on holiday anywhere and you're mm-hmm. like oh it's kind of loose here it's like kind of unchained a little bit this is kind of wild and someone's yeah. like Psst. and if they're wearing a trench coat doubly so if they go Psst, hey you want to play around with a baby whatever animal it's a bad place don't go there it's a bad place don't give them your money and if you think oh but i give them quite a lot of money that'll go to help other pandas no it'll not like that though not the way you think mm. not the way they oh, I'll are. help them source more pandas to put yeah. in the same size enclosure yeah. look all I can say is that when I was in China looking at moon bears my friend was over in Chengdu city at the at the panda base <laughs> <laughs> and I was like the oh. international house of pandas and, and I was like oh, well, oh wow like cool like a panda base that sounds fun and I'm like oh no shit this is like a base oh my god is it like, like a home base where they've got all the pandas like on like rails that like, you just get one with like a, a stick with a hook on it and you just get well, a panda it, it was more like if the street sharks and the extreme dinosaurs found out that there were also pandas and they were oh, baddies oh no and they had a yeah. base it was a headquarters a proper panda base yeah. like you know where the baddies go any Anyway, Big is uh, his arm was ripped off. I mean, <laughs> he, he died on the way back to America oh. because they didn't uh, apply the pressure. Yeah. His arm exploded because of the change in pressure. He got the bends yeah. uh, as they the go arm, so. as they go back to the hotel. We get a talking head from Hawk where he realizes that you know maybe shaving my head doesn't get me respect because they. No. They're at dinner, they're mocking, Still mocking him again. Still him constantly. Yeah, he did something really nice and went out of his... And it wasn't even like someone suggested it. It was he came up with the idea that like, hey, if I shave my head, I can get everyone out of training. Like a really sweet thing to do. Nothing gets the stinker goof off of you in those small groups, you know. And everyone's going to be playing nothing, up yeah. because, you know, we forget it, but, you know... Because they don't seem obvious about it, but they're all playing up to the camera. Yes. You know? mm. you're yes, seeing, for sure. The only difference is with this, you're seeing probably like 3% of what the contestants say. You know, mm. that's what's yeah. really funny about it. But anyway, look, we've had obviously a very busy day. Lots of highs because we were up in the sky on the balloon. Lots mm. of lows because Big had to be buried after <laughs> he died from being eaten by a lion. Uh, <laughs> eaten by eaten a lion. By a lion. One bite as well. One hand. Knocked him back. And look, it's been a hard day because they've been, they've been resting out in the sun and they're in Sun City and it's difficult. And then Al just turns to the camera and goes, right now, I'm going to push them as hard as possible in every single way, physically, emotionally, everything. What? That's what they need right now. Why? Yeah. This is how you make a maven. No, right. this, is, this is how you injure people because Annie fucks her ankle up taking a body slam because they're clearly yeah. overexhausted. And I'll need, and it's funny because he's literally like, I'm going to fucking show them what the meaning of hard work. And he nearly gets dumped on his head yep. then as well. Mm. It's like, don't you understand? You're in there with them. Yes. Like, you know? You're trusting yourself with them as and well. And he looks fucking, ex- like when he's, like he's chewing them out and he's like sweat yeah. like I've never seen Al Snow that physically exerted never. in his entire never. career yeah. he never like, gets to wrestle long enough he, to get yeah, to that his point. hair is like wet with sweat yeah. he's like Roman Reigns here for fuck's sake after his little bit with Hawk he looks like he wants to beat the fuck out of Hawk oh, he yeah. is frustrated with this class yeah he's like he's right in his fucking face and yeah he, like Bob Holly was here in spirit is all I can say yes. folks you know so yeah the ankle is rolled and he's hurt 
And, like, Al is still, in his mind, being a nice guy. But when someone's, like, one inch away from you going, What did I tell you? What yeah. did you do wrong? What did you I do wrong? I told you that happen. Look. Oh, you're in pain now, aren't you? Yeah, physical and, like, that at the same time. Yeah. That is literally my nightmare scenario. Yes. Like, I can take a chewing out and I can take some pain, you know. And I've, I've had plenty over the years. But at the same time... No, mm. no, 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 no. Hawk just ominously ends the episode saying, I don't know, man. Something's building up. But I don't want to be here, and I don't want to do this. Hmm. I feel so bad for yeah. If this happened at home, I wouldn't feel as bad. It's they're on the fucking they're jolly. This is yeah. the nice yeah. bit. Yeah. Awful. Episode number eleven. Akeem. <laughs> <laughs> it's African dream. Do, 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 <laughs> Stop that dance. <laughs> Put down that boombox. <laughs> do you remember how the one man gang became Akeem, the African dream? It was with some sort of ceremony it around. Was this, it was a, a special racist ceremony was, thing. Was it yes. a barrel with fire in it? Yeah, it was a trash can, and they threw his, his stuff into Jesus it. Christ. And Slick. Well, I'm not going to tell you what Slick said because I feel like <laughs> me even telling you this happened is somehow like doing a solid for the racists of the world, right? Like, you know. <laughs> so we're at the water park. Woo! Yeah, baby. And Hawks. Hawk's battling with his demon. Fuck me. Hawk is just like... Oh, no, Hawk. Hawk's by himself while everyone's enjoying themselves. Like They're all just, water gliding and swimming and yeah. having fun. Hawk is sat on a sun chair, sat upright, talking to himself. Yeah. Not, he's not just talking. He's arguing. Like, it's like... He's yeah. cutting across him, like, you it's know? It's like proper, like, Jeff Tibbs, you always knew I had this gun. It's like... Aww. It's like he's scary muttering to himself. And the only person who noticed it at first was big and big. big is like hey there guy <laughs> whoa kind of scary like you're like a scary guy like i'm really like you're really scary man stop but, why are you doing that but, stop yeah. it <laughs> well what i will say here big comes across here probably and i'll just say now for about 30 seconds big comes across as probably the nicest he's ever been on this yeah, show because yeah. he's, he's prevented a fucking lawsuit yes. is what's happening yeah, here. yeah. And awful but awful big, nice you get awful quick when that's happening but big's you know talks to him checks if he's all right and says you know just there's an attempt there, there's an attempt to say to say if anything's on your mind anything you want to talk to about like anyone but you can't talk to the guys with you can talk to me you know i'm not a wrestler i'm in the business i'm not a wrestler so I can relate to you on some degree. Yeah. Then fucking smash cut to big pointing and laughing at him and telling everyone <laughs> about he was talking to himself at dinner. <laughs> this guy's crazy. <laughs> like, literally, like... That's so mean. The edit is, is, so is a mean. smash cut as well. Oh boy, talk about a pylon after a pylon. Big, is, pylon, big is a piece of shit. Hawk is getting it from all angles and then this one person comes over to him and is like, hey, I'm worried about you. I hope you're okay. If you want to talk to me, you can talk to me. And then immediately, bam, he turns on him straight away. Like, Yeah, I know I mentioned Ryback earlier and I kind of think maybe... Oftentimes to think about it now when you realise wrestling, like this is like they're doing this because this is this is it, like, you know, this this is how It's realistic. In WWE business. they treat each other, you know, there's just enough pressure and just enough toxicity in the manager, whatever it is, this is what it's like. And you often hear people like, Oh, it's your know, tough business and maybe, you know, X, Y, and Z just, you know, they're not like, you know, mentally tough for it. It's like, you know what? Most people you hear say that it's awful in terms of bullying and the pressure. They're probably like more closer to you and more normal in that sense. Mm. It's these fucking freaks who like can take this and take part in it. And like, you know, that like 
they'll feel bad afterwards for the fucking pile no, when they see this. No, Surely. No, no, like, a, like an Al Snow or someone like that wouldn't see that and kind of go, oh, geez, we did kind of bully him right out the door there. But I just kind of feel like they have this ability to put all to one side. Yeah, because be like, they, cause they don't realise. They don't like, feel in they, the moment. They, they don't realise it because, like, like, spoiler alert, Hawk's not going to last to the end of this competition. No. And and then, you know, we'll get to it, but Al has no idea. Al's like, I didn't see this coming. No. Yeah. That's how oblivious they are to the effect. Right, we'll get into it, it more when it actually happens, yeah. but like, Al has it's, no idea. He's got a happening. big blind spot this season, Al, because I think in general he's more stressed out mm-hmm. than yeah. last season. Because last season it was like, oh, it's tough. Yeah. He There's no, the there, there was a clear golden boy in season one. There wasn't a, there yeah. isn't a golden child here. And also in season one, it was around this time, like, you know, we're 11 episodes in at this point. This is where you have relationships for and people getting yeah. to know each other. Last time we had Maven and Josh with yeah. their really cute friendship that like yeah. gave a really wholesome edge to the show. This time we've got no wholesome friendship. Nothing like for that. Themselves. No, we haven't got a heel. We haven't got. We haven't got a Nowinski to be there's healed. There's no nastiness, but there's no real friendliness or yeah. love. It's just people dumping on Hall. They keep like. trying to pretend that Linda's a heel. They they are pushing that narrative, and we've like, seen we, we nothing, nothing of it. it. Like. Like, well, I got the sense with Linda. There's a bit here and there's a bit in a later episode. I got the sense with her that she was kind of like... Because, you know, they, they had her, like, pegged early on. It's like, oh, she's really charismatic. She loves to talk, you know, mm. loves to talk mess and all that. And she do her little bits to the camera. And there's a bit, like, in one of the last episodes where she's, like, so fucking, like, kind of... Hey, let me give you one of my patented little bits that I do. And I'm like, mm-hmm. I don't think you realize, Linda, that we've seen like none of this. Yeah. So yeah. Like, this they, is a new character now. Yeah, for and us. They, they cut out Black Mocha for most of this season yeah. because she was obviously doing shtick and we didn't see any of it because mm. she's barely, like, even with there only being six left, there's barely any of them featured yeah. at all. Mostly the Hawk show at this yeah. point. I'll, I'll like. tell you though, right? A little bit of levity at least. They decided to go out for a little bit of a night and have the drink and have a good time. And obviously, I enjoy. I enjoy my my reality shows that took place during the pandemic of the below deck variety and love seeing people try and have a good time when there's literally no one else in the restaurant. Empty or or, or people that married at first sight be like, this is nice, isn't it? You and me in the entire 4,000 capacity uh, uh, five-star resort. Cheers. Nice and quiet. Kenny King dancing on his own in Sun City. Oh my God, he was there doing his little bit of business. Having a holiday. And Pete's... Pete's just licking tongues with a girl. Yeah. Pete, I have it on authority, hooked up with a chick, apparently. Dude! Uh, we have Jake and Hawk then getting in the ring in the next day for a little bit of... Uh... Oh, man. Big Triple H versus Batista at WrestleMania oh. 35. Oh, no, like, big, just... Batista versus Big Show at ECW. Like, oh. <laughs> the crowd turn on it. Like, yeah. the, 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 the way they sum it up was... It was a mess. They ended up somehow kicking their own asses. Yeah. This is, it's proper car fighting a bin. Oh, yeah. It's, it's beautiful. Oh, my God. I've seen a knife and fork in a chicken Kiev of a better yeah. match than this. Like, Jesus like, Christ. Th- th- this, this is what you would see on the... This is the undercard of a 1970s fucking AWA show in St. Paul right here. <laughs> like, this is fucking a mess. I'm here for it. Hawk wants out. I want yep. to know why. Why? Tell me what like he wants him to say it himself, like I'm not tough enough. Whatever it is, he needs to hear it from the and horse's this mouth. This is something we've seen with Hawk several times throughout the season. Is that he's very sensitive and he gets upset, but he and he can't articulate. He's not it. got the vocabulary to explain. Like, I don't know. And he, he, we saw it on the phone with his mum, where like he was like, "I'm feeling bad." And it's just is it, his mum was it, like, is it, is it "One of your sad days." That's it. She was like, "You're having one of those days, are you?" Because she knows him and she's you know dealt yeah. with this before. And he 
we know that he's neurodivergent and obviously in 2002 that was way less understood so he's not got the ability to explain why he feels bad so he keeps saying to al i just yeah i don't and, feel and right at the, and at the same time why the fuck should he open up because every time he's done that, they've thrown it back in his fucking face. And he's got no more hair to shave off. Like, yeah, no, that's so, it. You know, so why, why should chip. he? But because he doesn't he, owe them shit. Because he can't explain it, he's just saying, I don't feel right, something's not okay. And Al's like, okay, right, cut the crap, stop bullshitting me. What's the real reason? And Hawk's like, I don't, I don't know. know. Okay, yeah, but really, what's the reason? I don't know. Well, like, Jackie, I think she was trying to be mean, but it ended up being the kindest thing. I think she's, she said to Hawk all season where she just goes, if it's your dream, you shouldn't quit. Mm. And that was like a nice way of kind of going, well, think for yourself, is it your dream? Is it really your dream? It's not really, is it? Like, the closest they get to understanding what's really going on with Hawk is they start using the word personal demons to be like, Hawk's got to figure out his demons yeah. and go on his journey or whatever. lazy-ass like, cop-out excuse. Personal just, demons. What, is he, oh right, so he's an alcoholic or he's sad or he's like depressed. Whatever you or want. Or he's, you know, literally anything. Take like, you know, oh, did he murder someone? So is he personal demon? You know, I mm. hate that. It's such yeah. a, rest, it just rests and censoring itself and it's, shut, yeah. shut up. Don't it's talk about it. Oh, it's an issue that we don't want to deal with. So personal yeah. demons. I'm surprised they didn't bring it back to fucking him running over his mum. Right? Like, like well. only who can battle your personal demons? It's you yourself. So sh- not yeah. stop, stop talking about it. Like. Yeah, he can't explain it to Al. Says I'm going home. He's out of here. Give me the ticket. Just walks up to the gang. Gang, I'm going. Bye. They're literally shocked at first. Like they didn't yeah. even react. They're just sort of like staring at him, like, "Hey." And he does say so. Like one of the last things he says is something that is like good and positive it, where he says like i'm not going to be able to do any type of job until i sort out myself internally first and recognizing that is literally huge. the first step that is a huge yeah. thing so recognizing yeah. that that you you need help and he does is is a great first step. Jeez, Adam, all right, spare me now. But what what's I, I, what, what's, I, what's the latest with Hawk? I need to know. I che- I had to cheat. I had to know because I genuinely Hawk's been my f- apart from like Himbo Jake. Hawk has been like I I've I've fallen in love with him. Mm-hmm. I, I he just seems like such a nice man. He's very relatable. I Night, think. I saw, so as soon as I finished this episode and saw him leave, I was like I I I have to know. That he's okay. So what's the situation then? I've got a whole cachet of information on Hawk. This is the most I've been able to find on anyone from any time enough. Yeah, there was a lot of Hawk online. Okay, give it to me. Hawk is very online for a start off. I will say he's got a wholesome YouTube channel where you can see some travel videos. Just like little snippets of little vlogs Mm -hmm. and that here and there. He did wrestle a little, little bit. He had a tag team match with Kenny against Rip Malibu and Evan Stilesmore. But he didn't stick around. He went into MMA very briefly. Really? Little spell in MMA. And by by little spell, I mean a zero and one loss record. No, it isn't for me. Nope. (laughs) Yeah. And then he's also had a bit of an acting career. That well, I figured he did because he's believe. got that look. Yeah, he's, he's done okay. He's done, he's done all right. He's, he's got a lot right. of extras work. Yeah. Like yeah, background artists. He's got his own production company. Hey. He has got. A production I found company. him on Twitter. 
I found his LinkedIn. Oh, yeah, sorry, his Twitter, by the way. Yeah. His Twitter is mostly retweets of MMA gifts, right. MMA news and everything. He likes baseball as well. He likes baseball. Dude likes sports. He likes the ladies. I had a little look at his likes. <laughs> <laughs> no, He's doing no, okay. No, I, no shame. We all get yeah. thirsty from time to time. There's nothing wrong I was with so, liking I, tweets. I was so happy that I found him on IMDb it's and on Twitter. Sweet. and like He's done That's okay. That's really so, nice. His LinkedIn was very impressive. He was an MTV broadcast producer for four years, oh. and that was pretty much right after tough enough yeah. like he had a little bit of time off so, doing something else someone someone there someone remembered him, him the, yeah. the, the, the opportunity he then. did four years as a production manager for universal studios wow. uh, the last eight years he's been commentating and producing events for house of fame mma and then four years ago like billy said he set up his own movie production company well that's a really happy story then the most recent and interesting thing that i want to find out more about i found his actual acting resume online and his most recent credit was he was in creed 3 as Mobster Bookie. So I'll be watching Creed 3 very <laughs> soon, baby. Now you do know about the recent allegations that came out about the uh, star of Creed 3. About the Mobster Bookie in Creed no, 3. No, 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 no not him. Oh, oh, oh yeah, he's in it as well, isn't yeah. he? Well, I'll be watching uh, that bit of Creed 3 <laughs> and that bit alone. Adam was all I'd enough to watch Quantumania now. No, no. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's great. I'll have to watch oh, no. any of the Marvel films now. Actual movies as well. Oh, oh no. <laughs> no Lovecraft County for you. So, well, I'm happy to hear that. Yes, happy ending indeed. Yeah. And also as well, I as as happy an ending as it is, I'm also happy that it's a happy ending where it makes it seem that being on this show wasn't... He didn't like, need it. It provided him an opportunity. That's it, yeah, he got onto MTV. He, he like, jumped off of that, yeah. you know. As shitty as the show was, it, I think it did owe him something at the end. Yeah, he, absolutely he got it. did. Yeah. Good, that's nice to see. Well, despite the fact that Hawk has, been, uh, has left us, we still got a cut coming, folks. Don't you? Uh, don't you worry. And big. Enjoy your this, night out. <laughs> he gives this little like rousing speech to everyone, where he's like, you know, what what happened with Hawk? We're all trying to just sort of make sense of it. I think we should all really be pulling together and going forward, like have a sense of unity amongst you. So mm. now, basically, from this point onwards, everyone's gonna be really nice to each other. Now yeah, that the guy's yeah, been bullied exactly. out of the company, like oh, we're all go. gonna be mates now. And like they, they literally frame it that way. It's like, oh, everyone's so much happier now that yeah. Hawk's gone, as if Hawk was the this, person this that was causing point. this shit. Like from this point onwards, this is where everyone starts to actually understand things and it starts to click. Like I think it's, it's guilt. Yeah, yeah. It's <laughs> guilt. they're feeling bad. They're about, feeling yeah. bad, and they're, they're just like, oh, we'll be good now because we've just fucking bullied a guy off a tv show so we have another quiet night out in scenic silent night city in yeah. south african yankee doodles yeah like. <laughs> pete and kenny have brought linda along this time yes. linda linda didn't fancy staying in the hotel so linda's come with and kenny king gets with a lady and he is followed back to his room by linda and, the, the, and the mtv camera crew yeah. Yeah. just follow them in like this is fake as fuck. Like, that lady is definitely an actor. Oh, this yeah. whole thing is super staged. Because you get Linda and Pete going in his room and being like, let's just have a look at what he's up to. And what you can hear doing? her. There's a camera, oh, in, there. There's oh, a camera oh, in there as well. Like, already. he walks her into the room and it's like, and she starts taking off her coat. There's a fucking cameraman. Like, he's literally filmed like a backstage video yeah. in WWE. Yeah, and like, Kenny King, like, he's 20 years old here. And mm. let's just say that. Throughout the show, that Kenny King has acted exactly like you would think a twenty-year-old yep. American would in two thousand and two. Yeah, there's no way that he would have been with a hot lady and that he would have been like, "Whoa!" But <laughs> you know, he didn't get. He got to see a lady take her jacket off, and boy, those are some nice shoulders. Let me tell you. <laughs> so the next day, they have a special show for the children and. <laughs> 
in heresies of many tracts of land in South Africa. They don't explain where these kids come nah. from. They just yeah. appear all of a sudden. You work like, for them now. Yeah. <laughs> the way they're sat in this Colosseum, it literally looks like Nathan Fielder's Claw of Shame. For like sure, the way yeah. they're sat there. <laughs> like, well, you just know you just you, you you start wrestling, and all the kids who are around Sun City who are playing like dice against the wall, but with emeralds, they just come. <laughs> they just come fucking swarming you, in. You guys want to play emerald ball? <laughs> 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 They've learned how to do body slams, yes. so they're able to put on a very basic, simple, straightforward little match. little match for the kids. And, and this, everyone seems to be having fun. The yeah. ga- the, the, the the audience are having fun. Yeah. The ga- the gang are having fun. And they are for- performed afterwards, not because they've done a great job, but definitely because the producers are like, yeah, we need another episode out of this. Stretch this out, yeah. baby. So there won't be a cut yeah. tonight, guys. Yeah. The, the person who seems to get praised the most here is is Jackie. Yes, uh, and and Jackie is like. Someone we've spent a little bit of time with up to this point. You yeah. know, we obviously we had the, the hot she's, tub incident. She's yeah. the ace, but not. She's not the ace for like the reasons that maybe Maven was or Nidia were an ace last mm. year. She's an ace because she's an ace because they're like like we could literally slot you right into that roster. Yeah. Like yeah. there's a, there's a space on that divas calendar, like yeah. literally with your name on it already. Like and the fact that she can, you know, she has an athletic background, and I think she proved as well yeah. that she's got you know, strong, stronger stuff than some of the other competitors because she was able to go through a really traumatizing, horrible, shitty incident. Yeah. yeah. And they had like Ivory being like, you know, she was praised for it and it's gross and it wouldn't happen these days, but I think they proved, she proved something to them that way. Yeah. You know, but it feels like she's like kind of the front runner at this point now. Definitely. Yeah. Far and away the front runner. So Big's got a little saying. It's one of the old uh, Big sayings. And I, I love, I love more than anything when someone goes, you know, I've got a saying. Well, there is a there is a saying. Good, I heard a saying. <laughs> it's called "You work hard, and you, you play hard." Classic big that. Oh man, classic big. in the learning tree with big here. So they have a special dinner that they brought out for, which is obviously part of the the package and some. Definitely yeah. yes. They're yeah, they they it. make they they make it look like they put them on a bus, and it makes it we're we're we're, we're driving right out into Savannah now, and we're gonna go to a village, and then Taz is gonna be there, and, and you're gonna yeah. wrestle in the dirt. Yeah. Now. But they make <laughs> it so like we're, we're going to this. This, yeah, this, going, this, like. the, the, these, these, this, this tribe of Africans are gonna, are gonna, you know, welcome us into their village, and we're gonna see their customs. I mean, say it's the fucking resort. Of like, it they, is. they've it just, is they've just put us on the bus for yes. no reason. Just go around for a little bit, but pretend we're in some literally sort of back in the yes, resort. Eat some of our traditional tribal chicken allocation. <laughs> 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 uh, so, like, they, they watch some, they hear some music, they watch some dance. My favorite thing that gets said happens is Jake saying I was playing patty cake with one of the tribal girls it's a once in a lifetime experience <laughs> Jake I love you you big idiot we come back to stateside after their big adventure in Sun City Bob Holly has literally for the first time in his life been confronted with an emotion a oh. feeling where's Hawk I miss that some bitch damn it I actually la- la- liked him yeah he admits Ooh. that like I don't like I know I didn't like I know I didn't like 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 to show it, but I genuinely really liked that. And he's kid. like, I regretted not telling him. Yeah, yeah. You, you know what? You know what might have made a difference is letting him know that. Yeah. Like maybe Hawk would have been so twisted up. That would have made Hawk's fucking day. Well, lesson learned. I'm gonna hit these rookies twice as hard next <laughs> oh, season. No, no friends. <laughs> no, no, no. Keep in mind, he or he's saying he likes him, but if that's how you treat people you like, Bob. <laughs> yeah. I don't want to get on your bad side. One more tombstone 
for the Boneyard. Oh, that's the saddest tombstone to date, that is. I mean, if I was Al Snow, I'd have my arm around the person I'm cutting and be like, you think I'm going to bury you? <laughs> Come on, boy. You had a, you were hella entertaining. Yeah. Juicers like you and old man. Come on. Please don't cut me, Al Snow. <laughs> and everyone shows everyone how they're doing. And Bob is again just like, I'm genuinely impressed. You with can't you believe all. it. The difference in a week, like yeah, however long it's been. You know who can? I also can't tell the difference. Ivory, big smile. With him leaving, there's a whole new energy in the group. Oh my god! Ouch! We've cut out that poison. Yeah, like. try not to sound so delighted. <laughs> Fucking hell! Bob was nice. He was heartbroken. But Barbara said, "Look, you know." They're different now. They've, they've been outside of their own state yet along yes, the country, yeah. like you know. So this is going to make and, them grow up. And a lot. nothing is gonna go wrong ever again. Let's go. Ah! <laughs> <laughs> oh God. Thing. <laughs> So yeah, Jackie, she's rolled that ankle hard, and it's time now to head to Forbidden Episode number twelve. I've got a Google Drive document here of an MP4 of season two, episode twelve, Heart and Determination. This is WWE Tough Enough season two, episode number twelve. Kevin Dunn has walked into the room. <laughs> so that knee is in a different direction to when she first rolled. Oh dear. It is not looking good. It looks at majorly all. bad. Oh my god. It's like some you fucking show. Yeah. <laughs> Surprised you didn't find this episode. We, we get another great Jake moment where he just asks curiously, did she take a bump? It's like, no, Jake, she fell down. <laughs> that wasn't a bump, baby. <laughs> you always take the bump. Now here's a question, because we might as well say it right now. Could any of you figure out through your watching of this and through the, uh, the writing of notes and the reflection that has come in between, why was this removed from our network? Why is it not there? This episode. Because we all speculated last go around and there's no Benoit. No, no, no mention. Uh, there's nothing there's bad nothing in it. There's nothing that seems it's bad. It's just an episode of Tough Enough. Just a regular ass episode. Really normal. I put it down simply to just network incompetence. Because like, there are so many yeah. things about yeah. the network that are That's shoddy. True. I think it literally just slipped through the cracks. The, Good the, old fashioned incompetence. The, the only thing I could think it could be is the fact that, you know, they allowed jackie to continue yeah and, and the fact of it but but, but then but then if that was the case but if that's the case yeah. why like explain why the rest of the episodes and are on there this episode's on peacock as well it's yeah. just us in europe i think that yeah. can't get this episode i think it is it's, just it's purely just a mistake because yeah. i got like i got down the rabbit hole trying to find out this type of thing because i know like i find out that there was like uh, there's an episode of hogan knows best mm. that's been scrubbed from the internet mm. because apparently within it Hogan meets the back surgeon who he would le- later on sue for oh. fucking up the operation. And then they come to my back, brother, and it just flew over all the nerves like angel hair spaghetti, brother. <laughs> and that's, that's your second ever Grey's Anatomy reference on the Azure podcast. Is that what that is? That's what I- that I'm is. surprised it's like, it's just that one episode and not the countless episodes of, oh, there's Brooke's friend that H- Hogan slept with. Oh, there's there's Nick's friend that Linda slept yeah, with. None of them oh, sued. Like... None of them sued. Yeah, as soon as Nick <laughs> gets involved you got yeah. to get that episode down 
So, yeah, uh, Annie is referred to as being holding back here. Uh, Annie's the one yeah. who had literally last go around. I was like, the fuck is Annie like? I've literally yeah. even seen anything of her. Her whole thing is that she's like, she's a big lady. She's very like, tall. She's tall, taller than any woman they've probably had in WWE at the time. And she's like, she's not like, and she's not even like Beth Phoenix or anything like kind of. No. Big she's arms. she's she's kind of like slender sort of legs, but she's got like, big yeah. shoulders. Yeah, but like literally, like if she was in wrestling on any company this day and age, you'd be like, what's like what's the spe- yeah, yeah? What's yeah. she's very normal seeming by yeah. comparison. But she's like, really hesitant. Like yes. she she keeps flinching. I, she I, keeps hesitating. I feel like she's the type of person that's like gone through high school and through like family life being told that because she's big she's a fucking monster who will hurt people because she doesn't know necessarily her own that's what it her feels own like yeah. and that's she's, what, she's holding it back I think because yeah. she's worried that she that's will legitimately really, hurt that's somebody that's really common like, yeah. you know really really common so yeah Annie's holding back because she's apparently thinking too much and god knows there's not enough of that in wrestling and fuck me Linda's hurt as well fuck did one of you like mess with the timeline did you like, travel back in time and like fuck something up and now like the obvious winners of Tough Enough are all injured. <laughs> like. I, I don't, didn't quite like because so so she takes a a fucking a toss for, for a shit toss from Jake. A toss and like and <laughs> off that toss and she she lands on her shoulder and that I like I've never been like I've fallen down a lot of my in my time season one yeah, yeah. I've I've never hit my shoulder so hard it wins me. Because that's what happens to her. All the wind's been taken out of Billy, her. Billy, you might realise that you I've had a her... dog headbutt my stomach. Yeah, but you're built slightly different from this, you know, young black woman from America, 21 years ago. <laughs> I just want to know what yeah. you're saying here, Billy. Yeah. No, I don't... Is that a dog book? Is that it? <laughs> no, I just don't know how... how what you can do to yourself to because I, I know what it feels like to to land in a way where you literally have your wind taken out of you. Okay, you can land breathe. so hard. I just don't understand how like hitting your shoulder it like because I've because I've, I purely because I have no experience of if that. If you land hard on your side and your elbows tucked in there, you can whack your diaphragm um, and wind yourself that way. I guess you, you can yeah. absolutely do that. But I feel like. I'm sure in the past I've stubbed my toe so hard that I've winded myself. I feel like any sort of extreme pain is enough to suck all the wind out of you yeah, sometimes. Yeah, exactly. Like... You know. So and I, I think as well here, there was probably an explanation as to what went on, but Linda said it, so it got cut. So they yeah. Oh, so no. We're going to find out. So Jackie is sent for an MRI, and she is given, like, straight up, like, you know. You need a new knee. You need a new <laughs> yeah. knee. And Jackie's like, can I get around uh, comfortably? And the guy's like, well... I'll be honest, like it doesn't look good for you. I'll yeah. send you for an MRI anyway. But I reckon it's going to be an ACL tear. Because yeah. like she's like, see that all out there? Where you, that's not bone. That's that's fluid that's filling up yeah. inside the cavity. Like you know, and you've got severe to degenerative arthritis in your left knee. <laughs> <laughs> and Jackie's just wearing you know, the 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 hat, just the the lid just <laughs> sat on top of the head like a tea cozy. We're about to get out like the fucking corkscrew they have to put on Taker to like. To get oh, to oh, scrape oh, all the oh, nougat oh, out of his legs, oh, like and all the gas that is built up as well. So it's really, really bad. She's torn yeah. up basically anything she needs to make her knee operational. Yeah. She's torn her ACL. Her meniscus is almost completely torn, and she's just going to suck it up, whack on a knee brace. Yep. And guess what, folks? A lot of people in wrestling and in football and in all sorts of sports do this, apparently. Yes. Foley did this as well when he tore yep. his ACL. It's mm. like, well, we can get you a new one or you can just kind of work through it. And he worked through it. Worked through it. I think, I think this is what happened to Victoria as well, who also is a lady yes, with a big knee brace. Mm. And Jackie, if I remember her earlier career, 
she did rock a big ass knee brace yeah. all the time and this is why she's working hard folks you want to talk about if there is one thing you can do to make everyone like you on something give her the trophy it, right like, now you've as already soon, won you've as soon won as she now. says says to like because she has a little meeting with big and, and says you know like i'm not going home by the way i really think you should go home no i'm staying she won yeah, that's that's it. It. She, she's won. She's won the, she's won won the competition. Yeah. And yet she said she wanted to nap instead of training. When they were <laughs> yeah. But like, this is it. This is the determination. And look, Jackie Gaynor's got a lot of like, you know, a lot of accolades to her career. Most of them are worst match ever and oh. worst segment ever. And you know, she made Trish Stratus cry. The match they had was so bad. Yeah. But like, I do think it's worth bearing in mind because there's a lot of folks who'd be like, maybe sympathetic to the fact that she was put on the road completely unfucking trained because mm-hmm. whatever they're getting here, it ain't wrestling yeah. training. Not properly. Lads, look at that match. The worst match ever heard. Nowinski versus, you know, Bradshaw and Trish. She's got the fucking knee brace on. She's got no ACL. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. that does, you know, does that get an asterisk yeah. beside worst ever? Who's the who's the fucking genius producer who put the rookie with no training and no ACL on live television <laughs> with Trish Stratus, the crafty veteran who has 18 months experience? A man called Big John Gabor. <laughs> <laughs> a man called Big a man called, I do a bit of this. <laughs> I do a little that. <laughs> a man called Big. <laughs> well, that's, that's two for two WCW Slamjack tracks <laughs> featuring Big John Gabor right now. She she calls her boyfriend. What's he gonna fucking do? Send you fucking band lyrics. Oh, like... here I am again with no need. <laughs> I, I was gonna sing a song, but I completely got the tune wrong there. So I was gonna, I was gonna do. So here I am. It's in my hand, and I'll savor every moment of this. That's gonna make her feel good, isn't it? And I'd like to thank 18 Visions for their special. <laughs> that was the used. That was the used. Of course, and I'll be typing that controversy in. Oh, no, no. I don't think there's any controversy, but the singer's name is Burt McCracken. <laughs> Back on track, Mark. Back on track. I beg my pudding. It's William Regal. What's he got to tell us? What what insight have you got? I, I, I just do me. Yeah. yeah he says, what's what's that? What's just me? I just I just do me. I, I, I betray everyone I know and I love, and I go into that age of you, and I'm gonna ruin your favorite company, and I'll take all me all your favorites, and I'll take them away as well. Oh, Step forward with your left foot. He turns up in an Adidas tracksuit, like he's like supposed to be standing outside the pork store. Like Aww, he's comfy. He gives them for the first time ever, you know, on this on this series, he, they get practical advice that they could use psychological advice like tailored advice he looks at specific people and what they need and specific like he, he help point, with he points like. out as well because there's a bit where jake throws kenny against the ropes and then just goes why are you just standing there yeah yeah uh, like know, he's, he's, coming, he's coming back to hit you mm. you, know, you can't just be stood still and that's the difference between someone going psychology and someone actually being like why have you done that i'm here i would do this yes explaining the psychology of it rather than just saying where's your psychology <laughs> and but. you know what this is one of the probably the this is 101 wrestling right here. When he says he says he's snug or yeah. solid, as they call it in America, you hit very, very hard in safe places. That's it. That's yeah. it. That and then it. proceeds to beat the shit out of yeah. everyone. Boom. Safe places. Bam. Yeah. Wham. I mean, they 
don't make much of this. It's maybe two or three minutes. And he's gone. Like, and he's, he's gone like a flash. He doesn't even say goodbye. They bring in Stephen Pierce of the Groundlings, the improv yeah. troupe. Yeah. I'm like, honestly, lads, you want wrestling improv comedy chops? Yeah. I would have kept Chilly Willy around. Yeah. Yeah. I thought when the you guy know. came in from Groundlings, I was like, oh, him and Regal are going to like make yeah. some magic. No, and just Regal's own. gone. Uh, like. just, just in case people don't know, some Groundlings alumni... Mm. Include Jennifer Coolidge, Will yeah. Ferrell, it's, it's Will Forte, Phil Hartman, time, yeah. Chris Parnell, yeah. Paul Rubens, Maya Rudolph, Kristen Vig. You might also recognise uh, Stephen Pierce, of course, who's here today from one of his most memorable roles in cinema, such as Convict in Will Smith film Hancock, husband number two in SNL movie The Brothers Solomon. And male customer in one episode of Curb Your Enthusiasm. So they really got one of the headlines. They got the big dog. (laughs) So yes, he gets them to do promos, but the gimmick is imitate someone else while you're doing the promo. And it it, it does get some people out of their shells. Fuck me, this is I'd ask you why you'd want to do that, though. Some of these people have proven... By coming out of the shells that you will never get a promo in the WWE. And they're all just sat there like, oh, I wish Hawk was still here so we could all do impressions yeah. of him. We can make the, him the only one of these that made me laugh was Jake doing an impression of Pete where he just keeps making him smaller and smaller. That was he says like, I'm five foot six, I'm, I, you know, I'm four foot two. <laughs> like, just keeps making him smaller. Pete's impression of Kenny, that's not on. All right, we'll see your best version of Kenny. You ready for this big black ass? Ooh, you can't handle that. Nope. nope. Kenny doesn't even talk like that. No. Nope. Nope. No, he does a, Another not. black person he's imagined has. Yeah. yeah. Oh, no. You know what? That's racist. Is what yeah, no, it is. is. You know? And uh, we don't tolerate that in Groundlings. So, uh... <laughs> and Annie does her impression of Linda, and she's just sort of like stomping around the ring going, I'm mad, and I'm gonna get you. <laughs> like, Classic She's, she's like... Nearly in tears because it's so embarrassing. Al says that uh, after seeing Jake sort of actually be a bit funny and making fun of Pete, he's saying that Jake's starting to get it. That's the first time I saw Jake and I thought he could be on a wrestling show. Yeah. Because, you know, there was something about. He's charismatic. It's one thing to come up with something funny and it's another thing to look the way he does, but to actually put it all together in a little Mm -hmm. package there, you know, and I know he had the benefit of editing and all that, but he did probably. Low-hanging fruit come across better than anyone else did in this. Mm. You know, you look he, at him and you think like guy like that big guy, the hair, the yeah. comedy chops, and we're gonna call him Goofy. Put him straight <laughs> on TV. Goofy. <laughs> <laughs> big announces. We got some cuts coming on Monday, so we won't be going to Raw for the semi-last episode, I guess, of, uh, of, of Tough Enough. Annie somehow takes 20 clotheslines and manages to take zero pumps yeah. in the process. All right, okay. Kane would be proud, baby. I, I've put away shopping with more fucking action than this. <laughs> yeah. Like, Jesus Christ. She's taken fucking, like, she takes, like, Ric Flair side bumps. Yeah. But she doesn't have a plane crash no. to fucking justify it. And she's also not a 55-year-old man. <laughs> yeah. Like, you know. Jackie, double tough trains with the knee brace yeah. one day removed from an MRI. Yeah. Like and Al says, you're only working with me. Yes. Because like and then straight away she's like she's proven like yeah. she's taking moves from Al, she's doing moves to Al, she's doing moves to the others. Like yeah. Al's immediately seen like oh like she's fucking she's good. Because it's time for them to do their huddle and straight away everyone like even Bob it's like There's yeah, no discussion it's she, not gonna she's she's staying. She's proven something that yeah. no one else can. Easy. I think one of the most intriguing bits of praise that is handed out is that they say that Kenny King 
is the only guy when he is in the ring with someone else, the other person looks better than he's they a do gr- He's the best seller. Yeah, which is like, all right, I can see why Kenny King will be filling out, like, you know, shows in TNA, Ring of Honor, etc. Yeah, like, yeah he's, literally. He's Enhanced proven, talent. He's, well, I'm not saying that. I mean, he had, That's you know... Sort of jobbing almost. Yeah, yeah like. you know, he, he's proved a, a solid hand, like, mm. you know. You can get a good match out of him and he can make people look better. Mm. Maybe when you're 20 you're probably going to be more excited to hear that than realize that probably means that you're not going to be the star. You'll be stuck in a holding pattern. Anyway, like... if you're Kenny King, you're probably thinking that you're going to be somewhere near that top of the card or whatever yes. it is. But Linda, Annie and Pete all get nothing but negative things said about Linda's. Them. Linda's a drama queen who blames everyone else for her own shortcomings. We've literally not seen this. There was like right near the start, there was her having, you know, whinging about something right near the start yeah. of the season and we've not seen anything like, If you're going to say then. that, you need to, we need to see it. Yeah, I don't think I don't doubt that they that they, I don't think they said this like for no reason they completely made it up it's like it's on the producers to like show it to us yes. and yeah. it's like well if it's not entertaining you can't kind of use it as a plot point then yeah. for mm-hmm. you know justifying potentially cutting someone but yeah Pete is gone he's out of here they ask as well like, we have to get talk, we get talking heads of like you know who, who do you reckon is gonna go so everyone gives an answer apart from Annie and Pete Annie says you know like I feel like we're all on the sort of the same level, level oh, playing oh, field no. oh honey no yeah. and then Pete's like the same it's like yeah. I really don't know who's gonna get cut well, it's you two then, it's you two isn't it I love this as well like Al you know at the start of the season they faffed about with this whole like everyone stand up and I'm gonna sit you down one by one but he's like I'm not going to do any bullshit. You're going to get the straight up Al Snow ASMR tough enough experience right now. You are about to be cut on tough it's, enough. It's so tender. He gets like right in their faces. I'm touching the top of the chair. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> What's that? <laughs> it's essential ASMR. Oh, I don't like that at all. Oh, I'm Adam. I'll drop down the knowledge, but I won't embrace the art form. Come on now. <laughs> don't go touching my chair. That's not my kind of ASMR. It's the tombstones. Okay. You're still okay. at home with your earbuds in. <laughs> Pete reckons he was cut because he's short. No, yeah. mate, you're shit. I mean, if you being short would mean that you can't safely run the ropes or do a hip toss, then yeah, that's why you got cut. Mm. But there's people shorter than you who are world champions. Yeah, so, yeah I know. You know, I mean, I feel for folks from back in that day because I felt like when WWE particularly had a much more narrow view of what they did and didn't want, you can kind of go, ah, well, they didn't want me because of this. I can't change that. And it's like kind of this day and age, it's like, fuck, if they cut you, they, you know, or they don't want you, they really don't want you. Yeah. yeah. Because they have people of all different shapes and sizes, whether or not they push them and yeah. treat them with respect. And they will give them jobs. But they'll give them jobs. Yeah. You know? So, Annie King very very little to find about her she had a couple of matches on indie promotions there is one on youtube a match against maxi minx for big time wrestling spider-man one baby so here's a question when you find some of these matches because i know you had with hawk as well are they like kind of quite close to the time on the show or typically it... yeah with yeah. annie this was pretty much straight after this right. was in 2002 she had these matches jesus is, 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 is does big time wrestling have anything to do with big big oh no he set up his own wrestling he's on his way he's making it <laughs> it's time it's big time the crowd is just big in his living room like watching <laughs> and then after that like her little stint in wrestling she just disappears completely there's very little on her on the internet at all i did a lot of digging and found out that her dad barry king owns outdoor fitness in colorado and apparently she works with him as part of this company like but otherwise just a sort of a very normal non-public life so not Mm. a lot about annie didn't seem like 
whatever it was she wanted to do. It didn't seem was, like she wanted to be a wrestler. Yeah, well, like, in or fairness, a spotlight type of a business. Because you know? when they both get cut, we get a talking head from Pete where he's like, it's not the end of the road, this. You will see me in WWF. Whatever it takes, I'll get there. And then you cut to Annie being like, yeah, hopefully this isn't the end. Like, she's already yeah. not sure about figuring, the whole thing. You need that, though, in your 20s. You need that figuring out yeah, that's yeah. it. I would say there's less sore traumatic ways to do it that will last forever than tough enough. But True. she learned something. Yeah. You know? Not a sad ending, I don't think. No, no, she's, by the sound of things, living a normal life. I'm not sad when people who obviously shouldn't become wrestlers decide of their own volition to not become wrestlers. Yeah. That's, a, people, that's a good thing. Pete Tornatore, on the other hand, he had four matches in 2002. And he owns a hot tub business. Oh, no! <laughs> I was going to say, he's like a pickup artist or some shit. Like, oh. it gives me such energy. And you know the best thing about Lil Pete's hot tubs, Billy? Lil Pete gets right in the hot tub <laughs> with you. He's <laughs> 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 gone into big business with Christian Chris. Christian Chris. Chris like, <laughs> I'll bless the water, you know, so it's all like holy. Fuck me. The tub life of Chris and Pete. I am very sorry, Adam. <laughs> I genuinely really want to know. Because he seemed determined in a way... Like, he was like Josh Matthews determined. Yes. You know? He um, had four matches for okay. Jersey All-Pro Wrestling. All losses. And then, that's it. No really? more wrestling. Again, big blank period where I don't know what he was up to. But then I did find him on LinkedIn. He trained as an estimator in the world of construction management. He oh, was, he's making fucking he's bank. Making bank. He is. He was the lead estimator for one World Trade Center. So that's oh. a fucking huge contract right okay. there as well. And he is now the director of estimating at JRM Construction Management. Okay. So he's done, he's done man. extremely he's well for himself. Very well. He's yeah. probably made a lot more money than he ever would have made trying to get yeah. into wrestling. Well, right. whatever happened down in Jersey Pro, well, we'll it taught him a lesson, I guess. But yeah, it sent him heading towards the more lucrative, realistic career option for him. Fair play, I'd say. Fair play. Yeah, fair yeah. Play. You know, that's it. Wow. We got a lot of people growing up on this series, like yeah, you know? I think we've all grown a little bit on the way as well. Yeah, I know. For instance, I definitely don't want to become a wrestler because, yes. like you know, when you're a kid, you're gonna think, "Oh, I want to be a wrestler." I never thought that as a kid. No. But I'm not gonna lie. As I was approaching my mid thirties, I started to worry if I'd have that late bloom DDP. Yes, yes. Day yes. I had, I had the exact like, same oh, thing. No, I, I don't want to be, be extra a wrestler. Tragic if I fail then. I, I don't want to be a wrestler, but I do want to be put through a table at a wrestling show. We can sort that. We can out. sort. I, we can I sort want that to out. be put through a table. We yeah. can sort. Billy, Fans, get in touch. Get in touch. <laughs> I'll turn up. I'll I'll do a heel promo. Someone put me through the table. Send it our hey, way. Honestly, let's, yeah. let's Hey, just when you thought the British wrestling industry was dead, we'll put we're the gonna we'll, kill it all over we'll again. We'll put on the best fucking show for Altrincham Civil Laws ever seen, mate. <laughs> it's episode number thirteen. Fuck me. <laughs> the final evaluation. It's Suplex Day! Yay. I bet Taz is pissed off that he didn't get to oh, uh, yeah. come to this one. Eh? Sat in WWF New York. Yeah. Suplex Day must be a fun day, I think. When, I mean, you, when you're becoming a wrestler, I think that's the thing. Oh, I, I think, I think When, when maybe, you've gotten rid of the liabilities, when you, maybe. Yeah, like. but when you want to be a wrestler and you're like, today's going to be the day you're going to learn guess, how to do suplexes. Yeah. Like, yeah. that's going to be like, if I wanted to be that, I'd be like, suplexes, yeah, let's mm. fucking go. No, me, I'll be the first day. Like, where we get our barbed wire chairs at, man? <laughs> I won't set the ring on fire, man. <laughs> Come on, baby. I want to train to be a wrestler. Uh, <laughs> it's our grunt of the night. At uh, two minutes into this episode, Chavo Guerrero takes the big back body drop oh, after yeah. describing it's a big bomb and goes. Ah! 
yeah! <laughs> as soon as they see it, the gang are just like, fuck, we're going to have to take one of those now. Big back body And drops. they fucking take them all like fucking champs. Everyone nails it, actually, yeah. Well, look, you know, for every every episode, it's like opening a door and closing a window of a beloved character. Guys, it's time to say goodbye to Raphael. Oh, yeah, yeah. Raphael! Remember yeah. Yeah. Optimum Fitness? Yeah, yeah, of course. We have this whole bit where they're like, damn, Raphael, man, you were an integral part of this show, and... I'll never forget Optimum Fitness. Wh- what? Yeah, it's getting his getting his last plug in before the gang grab him. Hit him and Linda obviously said some spicy shit, man. And they, he makes them all do chin-ups and say, I love Optimum Fitness on the top of every rep. Yeah, Make sure the realize, camera's right on their face yeah, when yeah, they as say As many it. as possible. Because he realised that they promised him 15 mentions of the business and he's only been in two episodes. Oh, so buddy. they had to crank them all out at the end here. They throw him in the sea. No, they don't. They throw they him say, in the sea. They say, we're going to throw him in the sea and they Off pick him up. What? Oh, there he is. Is just gonna pop you down uh, there. Uh, oh, both feet on the floor. There you go now. Uh, Stagged you good and proper. He got eh? his shins right wet. Oy, yeah. Good luck getting married now. <laughs> now, this next bit does not need to be <laughs> in this episode time. whatsoever. Whoa. However, whoa, 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 however, whoa, whoa, whoa. I'm so glad it is. Yes. When I saw when I saw the fucking chapter selection for this episode. And one of the main ones was Bob Holly looking at a big bowl of spaghetti and Alfredo sauce going, I hate my laugh. <laughs> oh my God, man. So Big and Bob have had a football bet. I can't remember what the teams are. I think it was the Ravens versus the, the Orioles, Vikings. Orioles, I No, think. They're, not, they're not football. They're not football. I think it's because Bob from Minnesota. It's Bob's Bears be versus... I'm going to big... put it out there that it doesn't matter. Yeah, I, th- I, think it's, I think it's Baltimore versus the Vikings. Um <laughs> Look, whoever, look, look, whoever wins, whoever wins, someone's going to tweet in. Yeah, over. Yes. And do you know what? If something's said in this podcast, and it's like Billy, for instance, has said a specific thing about like football, for instance, you want people to message you about it, right? No, because what it is? I'll break the fourth wall. No here, one ever messages me about yeah, it. Yeah, it's like it's like you... when people have like fucking like Scatman John things to say to you. They just send it to me. Ah, everyone's getting crossed wires. Getting all crossed wires here. Billy, you can send the football things to because what happened is I'll see it on Twitter and I'll I'll keep scrolling. <laughs> oh. <laughs> or I may, or I may mute you. I'm <laughs> oh. putting you in a list called Troublemakers. <laughs> <laughs> so they had a football bet on whoever's team won. The other has to do something. Do a fall. You got to walk a mile in the so, other person's boots. Yeah. If Big lost the bet, Big had to do two hours of Bob Holly training. Yes. Just him chopping him over and over. Yeah. <laughs> if if Big won, Bob has to eat the exact same thing that Big eats when they go to dinner and drink. And drink. As well. and drink. Yeah. So there's a couple of beers going down here. There's spaghetti and Alfredo sauce. Yep. There's nachos, nachos. Grande. Oh, yeah. Okay. Not just any nachos. Uh, we also had onion rings in there Hot as wings. well. Hot wings. P- pints and pints. Pie a la mode. <laughs> Ice cream on the side. Bon, 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 bon. How <laughs> <laughs> Polly reacts about as well to having carbohydrates and trans fats for the first time in 25 he, years. He, look, he looks like he's about to scream. He looks like he's about to die. Like, <laughs> it's good that his fiance was out. Now, is that fiancé, is that the one? No. no. That's not the, that's not, that's not that, the, that's the, not the high school sweetheart, sweetheart no. one. No. 
This is my favourite quote from all two seasons of Tough Enough. I think that Bob Holly looking dejected going, I polluted my body. <laughs> my favourite quote is Bob going, hey cameraman, come film me, take a piss. No, he says don't film me taking no, a piss. He invites him in and says, no, you can't film me taking a piss. He invites him into the bathroom. So much padding here. <laughs> like we didn't need any of it. Just so we know, right, this episode is called The Final Evaluation. We're like halfway through the episode. Guess what's happening now? We're moving, so everyone's gonna pack, pack your things. Yeah. Oh man, don't you hate it when you've unpacked and you've got to pick everything up now? And let me tell you, this is the bit where I was like, "Yeah, we didn't see what Linda was doing because this is a different Linda." Linda is literally like fucking Bam Margera, being yeah. like, "Yo, cameraman, check it. Here it is." And like, let me tell you all the cool, wacky things. You know, you all my catchphrases. We had some crazy times in this house, didn't we, boys? You didn't. Not on this edit. No. <laughs> Release the miles cut. <laughs> So yeah, Linda, um, I think they literally just include this bit so they can have other people be like, man, Linda sure likes to talk a lot, yeah. huh? mm. you know? I get the sense that I don't think she'd be happy with how this comes across. Because they're making her look out to be an oh, arsehole now, yes. like, you know? Special last day. Oh, Everyone's oh. favourite person is here. I can't believe he actually came. I oh, can't believe he no, showed up. The can't. organs have started. The lightning struck. You can't. His Dracula himself. You can't make out like they're presenting you with like, it's Kevin Dunn, everybody. Because what we get here is just regular tracks. Everyone's like, it's final day of training. It's going to be a very special day. And a special and afternoon. We literally get this sudden jump scare shot of Kevin Dunn lurking in the background, like rubbing his hands together. Like, he's literally like a big insect. Yeah. So scary. And he, he talks to people like fucking, you know, round Spongebob. When Spongebob gets all smooth, he's like, hi, hi, how are you? No. He's like, he's, I, I, I really don't like Kevin he Dunn. He sincerely creeps me out. He's not a people person. He has got both the combination of someone who clearly has never had to deal with people who are on an even footing to him very much. Mm. And also he seems like someone who's like, Clearly got bullied a lot. Yeah. Then got into a position of immense power. Yep. And boy, oh boy, if this is like kind of, yeah, well, we make fun of Walter Softy, but when he became class president, <laughs> he was really mean. <laughs> so it's so it's, Walter it's Softy. It's good that Dennis the Menace brackets Jim Cornette wantonly abuses him yeah. all the time. <laughs> and then like, if any, when it, whenever Dunn's involved, it, it kind of makes you go sort of like, maybe people just give him a hard time. Then he tells Jackie, the only reason you're here is because you jumped in the pool in the first episode against yeah. you. So what it is, is they have the special, like last day challenge is they're going to do... They say it's a promo, but what it is is you're going one on done with Kevin Dunn. Yeah. And he basically does like a viva, which if yeah, you've he just ever, negs them. If you ever went to university and you're getting your degree and you're a borderline on a grade, you have to sit down with a person and they talk you through your work and then they decide afterwards whether or not you should get the grade or not. Okay. And what Kevin Dunn is doing here is very similar to that because there he's basically like everything you've accomplished. Hmm. And I, I remember I had a viva and like I was fucking terrified of it because mm. I came in and the guy had literally my final year thesis and like all my exams and like every bit of work I'd ever submitted in my four years at university and he had it in one little folder and he just tossed it in front of me and said, that's not very much, is it? Oh my God. Oh, I, I would throw up all over myself. And, and then he went, I have one question for you, Kevin. Mm -hmm. You're about to graduate. From zoology. Uh huh. What's an animal? Oh my god. Well, uh, oh my uh, fucking uh, god. Uh, 
question is vague. <laughs> so, and then I start going out with like, well, all my different definitions of an animal, and this motherfucker's got like, a, ah, yes, but that also is this. And, I, ah, oh my ah. God. and I'm like, there's no cell walls. What do you want from me? And literally at the end afterwards, I was like, I was dying. I was like, oh my God, like whatever I had, I've got two grades lower than it. And thankfully, a kind, my kind professor went, oh, no, no, they do that all the time. It's like a great wind up because the whole like, oh, you're about to get a degree in animals and you don't know what an animal is. And you're like, ah, so they were just meant, you know, they were trying to. Oh, it made him feel big. Yeah. Like he had fun. Oh, but more expense. importantly, I felt small. Yeah. Very small. That's cool. So he's doing that to all of them here, basically like kind of saying, you're not. You know, you are the thing you fear that you are. Mm. It is pretty much what you expect from Kevin Dunn. When you hear yeah. that he has these random moments where he's extremely cruel and cutting, not just to wrestlers, but to other writers, staffers, staffers I should yeah. say. Yeah, it's the guy, he's got a lot of mean bones in his body, mm. let's just mm. say. And I would think as well, he'd be the easiest man in the world to upset and yeah. rile up and get into the verge of tears. Oh, God, I can mm. imagine. Because that man's got thin skin and bad yeah. bones. <laughs> we get another Biggs trick. This Uh-oh. trick, actually, though, is, is actually pretty fun. I actually do like the idea I of this like trick. I like fun tricks. This is a nice trick. Well, it's not a nice trick, but it's a, it's, it's a fun trick. So we're going to do promos, like backstage style promos. Oh, this. This was great. And then Big's trick is that whilst they are having their improv yes. promo, one of the trainers is going to kick the door in and basically have a fucking go. So it suddenly being a two-person scene. On their feet. Well, like, you want to get someone on their feet. That is like absolutely what you need to test yeah. wrestlers to do. I think it was Jericho or someone said in this podcast youngs ago, he was like, oh, you should have every show. Mm. You pick a random member of the roster, give them the mic and go, out you go, five minutes, talk about you. Mm-hmm. And like, because everyone needs to be able to mm. do that. And like the unexpected on the spur of the moment, that's like, yeah. that's what wrestling is. Yeah. And man, it reminded me of like NXT season one where they would be like, Oh, what do you think about that, David Otunga? And you're like, uh, oh, sorry, you, yeah. you yeah. said, uh, uh, yeah. you're eliminated. <laughs> Jennifer Hudson has to has to has to divorce you now. <laughs> oh. but, but big, man, big. This, this is a generally it worked. Good idea from Big. Everyone rose to the occasion in this. I think. Yeah, yeah everyone did well. Fuck. Some people really rose to the Al occasion. Al got fucking scary when he's yelling at Jackie. Actually, I didn't like that. <laughs> he like pulled her hair and got her against the wall and was like screaming at her. And it was like a bit too visceral for my life. Ivory yeah. slaps the f- piss out of Linda. Yeah. She wallops her. And Linda doesn't back down an inch when you have Chavo in there. <laughs> The funniest thing about Chavo is that he went, your breath's really smelly at the end. Like, he had this really intense promo and he's like, yeah, you smelly breath. Fucking stink. And I want a character in wrestling who everyone says has got bad breath. No. And then they're like, but no, you can't tell. It's, they're lying. They're like, <laughs> he goes crazy and becomes I was a man like, healed. I was like, like, oh my God, Jake's got Bob. What on earth is Bob gonna do here? And it was it was actually quite sedate for Bob. Billy, he headbutted the man. Yeah. And it was only him. a wow. little one. He headbutted it. It was a little one. Headbutt. That was a little doink. That was yeah. It was a little doink. For and he get, fuck's and sake. Jake doinked him back. It's have you yeah. ever been headbutted? Have you I ever? Have, I have been yes, headbutted. Yes, proper. Headbutted. Yeah, proper. Yeah, and that, that was not what? a proper headbutt. No, he did not. He went like that. Like a little ding. It was like a little chicken peck. Yeah. With his head. 
fucking... He didn't rear back and fucking nut him. Like. What you need to understand, Kevin, is us British mixing <laughs> with anyone. <laughs> yeah, we give it large. We, we know more about this stuff than you do, mate. All right, well, right. yeah. Right, later on. <laughs> and this would be, be like later on and later on the night, I'll be like, hey, you, you got to do your head button now, lads, aren't you? <laughs> going to start fucking going at each other like two goats. <laughs> it's it's, it's going to come down, you're going to have to have your special accents you do and your head button and all next, that. Re- next recording, we've both got neck braces yeah. on. You want to talk about improv, you know, you're going to have a lot of fucking catching up to do here. Good lord. Payoff from an earlier episode. The figures oh, are here. I've forgotten Yay. all about the figures. Yes. Yes. It's so good. Because we said at that time, where the f- why have we shown us these figures if we're not seeing any figures? Only the finalists get figures. Only the good get and figures. And they're really good. Yep. They Jake's look like one looks so good. Awesome. They're so cute. So all the trainers take turns giving a little bit of wisdom. Most of it was just kind of lip service. I feel yeah. that Bob Holly. It was big of him to say, this is one of the biggest and best parts of my career. And, I'm yeah. pr- and like, he didn't say it kind of like, a, this is great for me. It was more like kind of a, hey, like I didn't think I would be, but I'm really proud of what I've, I've done here. Yeah. And that is going to make next season even harder. Yeah. Because from doing the hardcore truth with you, Adam, on the Bibliotech, I know that what happens in season three with Bob Holly is is far from a sweet thing. From yeah. what I understand, season three is a dark dark side season yeah. as it is outside of fucking Matt Capitelli. There's, there's a reason we have to turn into the male diva search for Ryback and the Miz. Yeah, oh, and not the boogeyman because you're too old. Maybe we take a little break Morning. between seasons two and three, perhaps. We'll, we'll get to it on the SmackDown crawl eventually. Is what'll happen oh, on geez. season four, like. So tough decisions lie ahead, but none of them will be made here tonight. Instead, it's on to episode 14, Star Platinum. The world is our setting because we're going to WWF, not New York, it's the world. It's yeah. the world. It's the yeah. world. That was, a, that, was, that was a JoJo reference. No, that, don't that, tell us. Get... That one, that one. <laughs> I was literally sat here like, what's going on? So we're at the world. The world, yeah. I want to say a big shout out to Billy Keeble. Uh, Jojo's Bizarre You can keep your little no, friendly no, Jojo no, thing no. Me and Billy have got headbutts So we have our own <laughs> thing as well actually Adam. What? <laughs> something better than headbutts <laughs> We do it like a Saturday night We'll meet up Have a few tins yeah. <laughs> We sing come on Eileen And then we, we fucking have a go <laughs> well, I want to say thank you to Billy Who was the sacrificial lamb here And saved me an absolute time because you watched through this and realised yes. that most of episode 14 is episode 13. Yes, it is. And had we not been given the other and missing episode, that would have been very bitter pill to swallow yeah. indeed. It's just a reskin. So like... what we have here, did you did you get catched that before it was time to Oh yeah, I saw watch? Billy's message. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So so thanks for the heads up there, thanks pal. Thanks for the heads up, Billy. So we have got a scant little introduction. There, there's like 10 minutes of actual content yeah, in this maybe, episode yeah. and this episode's 44 minutes long. <laughs> And the coach is the host. Previously, on well, let's go out of what we just did. Just yeah, it's, it's the first again. fifteen minutes of yeah. the episode we just had. I tell you, there's one thing though that I like. Mm. It's one of my favorite things in the world, mm. and you rarely get to see it on Tough Enough, which is reality show contestants getting to watch back reality show yes. footage mm. and the minutia that is displayed on their faces. Yeah. There is like the horror. <laughs> What? <laughs> ha, oh, there's, there's every emotion, yeah. every yeah. micro emotion that the man and woman can experience was on display here. It was absolutely hilarious. We've got the entire cast of Tough Enough One and Two here. Yeah, I caught Daryl there. Yeah, 
tough enough ultimate. Everyone is here. I had a feeling that at least one or two people were going to turn it down, though. Mm. I didn't. I don't think I saw everyone. Uh, I don't think Paulina was. I didn't no, see Paulina. I, see Paul- no, I think I saw her. Really? I think I saw her. I'm saying if if someone like sent me a letter a year later, being like, "Do you want a free dinner? Yeah, Do you want some New free York chicken tiddlers? The world, yeah. AKA WWF New York. Sign me up, baby. I'll be there." So we have yeah, first half of the episode. Then we cut back and Lillian Garcia. No, it feels, this is like she's like been asked to do it as like a dare on like a, yeah. a work leaving. Day or something. This is so beneath LG. Yeah, <laughs> uh, ladies and gentlemen, please welcome L Snow and Al is full on MC mode here. Yeah. This is yeah. not the Al Snow of tough enough. He's basically like JB at a TNA house show. The loudest former <laughs> members of Tough Enough might be considered for a developmental deal on a territory that is definitely going to close down next year. Yeah. <laughs> and he's got he's with Nowinski. Nowinski, this is his soft reintroduction. Yeah, he's been rebranded. He's got his, he's got his de- developmental contract. He's called Chris Harvard now. And he's like, I didn't get handed this contract. I went out and I earned this developmental contract. Yeah, very much the Scottish bastard by everybody. Like <laughs> he's it's good. He's a natural it's man. Good, yeah, he's, he's, he knows what he's doing. Absolutely love Chris Harvard. Didn't get a fair shake of it because of injuries, yeah. but you know, Jesus Christ, there's one time I don't want to mess up. It's a good thing because that man is like he's done fucking the untold fucking good work. for this dirty, dirty world of professional wrestling. And Ivory has a chat with Nidia, and these two are both happy to see each other, but fuck me, there's no chemistry here. Nothing to say, yeah. like... Uh, Nidia is happy because she's just done her first Divas shoot, and Ivory's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I like that you're tough, tough as nails. Yeah. Mm. And then she says, let me tell you, folks, I've seen her without her clothes on, and she's great. All right. Oh, I can, okay. Always crystal clear why Ivory's on this. Uh, <laughs> yeah. like, you know. Let me tell you, you thought Tough Enough Season 1 trophies were ugly. Oh, God. Jesus. It's fucking nasty. It's a chewing gum made that number yeah. two. It's awful. Oh. That like It literally looked like when they're holding it, they're like, oh, no, no, hold, hold the two there because it's going to come off. Yeah. <laughs> and we get our, we, the big LG introduces our, our fucking host of the evening. For the last 10 minutes yeah. of the broadcast, <laughs> it's, <laughs> it's Coach and Stacey Keebler. Okay. Mr. McMahon's personal assistant Stacy Keebler and then one of the first thing that coach says was JR was supposed to be here but he's sick yeah he sends his best and Stacy Keebler Hall of Famer she does a good job tonight she does a great job very good she's she's got energy she is introduced as a heel character because she's McMahon's goon so when she starts making fun of them for the hot tub thing it feels 1% 1% less than poor taste. Oh, yeah. it still feels <laughs> awful. Yeah, because she's like, tonight, we're finally going to find out what happened in that hot tub. <laughs> Coach interrupts us and no, we're not. We're here to learn about the contestants. And he gets booed. Yeah. And <laughs> and then, like, we want to hear the deets. And, and Pete cuts to him and he stood up with his hands like, yes, yes. I have had sex and formed the men I've made with the lady. Like <laughs> This gets so tedious from this point onwards now because it feels like literally every 10 seconds they're going moments away from finding out mm. the first of our two winners of Tough Enough Season 2. And in a few moments... We're going to be looking at the first one of those two winners for Tough Enough Season 2. Spot a Bob with his fiance again. And then we get a quick overview of everyone. I'll summarize for you all. Kenny's a natural at this. Jake's built for this. Linda's tough. Jackie is the model of a WWF woman. <laughs> and hungry. 
Well, I wonder who of these four. Um, they get the crowd to cheer about who they think, oh. which season is tougher. Who cares? Uh, Tough enough to wins based on the chance. I'd probably say if we were to put both classes together and made them fight, I think two would win. And Billy as well. You know what? You want to talk about reactions? They didn't bring out Maven. You put a fucking star in that room. Well, they were, gonna, they were going to bring out Maven, but Maven broke his leg on SmackDown. Uh-oh. Uh, in a match with Christian, I as soon as I heard that, I watched the match. Of course you fucking did, you freak. And here it is. And and here it is. <laughs> he, um, he, I, I think he did it off a baseball slide. All right, he, I'll tell you that it's not off that dropkick, Billy. No, oh, no, no, no. He, if anything, that dropkick would heal the broken he, leg. Like he does a spot where like he's gonna slide under in between Christian's legs, and then there's like a little twist, and he's just he's like he just acts. Mm, mm. mm. Continues match. He, there's a bit where he jumps out of the ring, and he's like again a bit. Hmm. Mm. But then he does finish. He does finish the match, and uh, it was only afterward that apparently he broke. It's like in two places. I think I have broken my leg. Uh, <laughs> gentlemen, uh, glah. <laughs> so we get our first champ announced. It's Linda. It's Linda. And we Which... cut to Jackie, who looks fucking miserable. Yeah, Jackie looks so upset. She's like, oh, I've not won There's then. obviously only one woman that's going to win. Big so. trick here is because everyone is reckoning that, oh, of course, you know, one male, one female. The, yeah. the tough enough female and male champion is a term they use in this episode. Yeah. So they're literally setting it up for a swerve. Also, just want to point out, because I think it's important, that before we get the announcement, Stacey goes, and now for us to announce the first winner... It's Big John Gaborik, and he's on stage as well. <laughs> and he literally hands in the envelope, envelope and then she says it. Yeah, there was a lot negotiating around there. <laughs> Big John wanted the the tight five minute promo, but they just weren't having it for the world. They announced tough enough three. Yes. Yeah. This September. Yeah. And, and let me tell you as well, like Linda, she starts doing her speech, and they cut her off. They cut her off. Yeah. And they cut to Jackie, and Jackie's crying. Yeah. And like, all right, this is not. This is not, not, not really the vibe you should be going for because no. immediately it feels like a poisoned chalice. It does. But Jackie has proven that she's tough and she can go through the ringer and she's the model of a WWF woman. So they have Stacey announced the second winner and then they have it be the twist where she's like, Are um, you sure this is right? Is Mr. McMahon going to be okay with this? My God almighty. And let me tell you, if you've not heard Mick Foley describe Stacey Keebler eat a tuna fish sandwich. <laughs> Jesus wow. Christ, Mick. Wow. <laughs> I just hate a, that podcast. Wow. <laughs> I hate it so much. But you know, would she edit? Kevin. She was like a goddess. Kevin. Stop I'm, it, please. Folks, I'm just priming up for the Mick Foley Molina chat. That's, what That's I mean. all I I'm know. doing. We've got another recording you coming know? up where well, you're going to hit it with both I'm, barrels. I'm Mick, it's, it's, like, it's, it's like a little bit of, uh, you know, put a little bit of the poison he, into your soup and get like, you acclimatized. Yeah. He's, he's a nice man. He's not going to say her eating a tuna sandwich is like a bulldog eating a thistle, is he? No. He's, he's like a goddess. Really? Beautiful. You, you, back, you back down now. <laughs> it's, it's like she had, Stand down, sir. It's like she had nothing at all. And I, it, I know she did because I watched her. Dude! Every single bite. <laughs> Jackie wins. Okay, <laughs> we're going home. Jake looks like he's about to throw up. He oh stood yeah. Stood up. He stood up. No. No. He stood up to get his awards. <laughs> and then like Kenny's like Kenny's like dead behind the eyes. He's like staring off into like the lights, yeah. just like and Ke oh fuck why me. Why you don't invite everyone's friends and family? Yeah. Because Jackie's giving her speech. There are tears there, and they're not tears because oh my god I won. It's tears because she's still th you know processing 
fact, she thought she losing. lost. It's so that thing oh, of, you I'm, know, so I'm happy. on the kid's birthday, we're going to trick them and tell them we've not actually got them the present they really want. And then when they're like bright red and screaming, we'll be like, here's the present. Like, oh, what a beautiful moment. Oh, I'll never forget what a fucking clown at the giraffe center said. It's not your birthday. Look, it is. Oh. <laughs> it says it on the balloon. <laughs> Am I mistaken? <laughs> People start booing in the audience as she's giving this speech, though. Uh, yeah. Because they're booing. I think it's not like necessarily, oh, we're booing because we thought Kenny should have won. It's like, we're booing because the two men think it's bullshit and yeah. their friends are like, there's meant to be a man and a woman who win. Boo, Boo you're cheating. You're no. wrong. And Kenny's just sat there fucking stewing and Jake fuming. is fuming as well. Yeah. So, yeah. And then, like, you know, Jackie's up there crying. She says that, that Al is like a dad to her. A bit mm. weird. You've known him for nine weeks. You know, it was a gracious speech. And in terms of speeches that were given, it was up there with Maven. It was, you know, a gracious, yeah. well-delivered yeah. speech. Although I will say, you know, she raised up the trophy and she held up the fucking the bottle of it the wrong yeah. way. It's kind of a bit of a bad omen. And then all of a sudden we get a stage invasion. That's right. Matt Morgan is back from outer yeah. space. There he is. Everyone from Tough Enough Season 1 and 2 is on stage just watching because the, pe- the two people who aren't on stage right now are Kenny and Jake. And we need to go ask Kenny and Jake... What's the vibe, guys? Oh, man. Right, I'll tell you how you don't end Tough Enough. You don't end the season of Tough Enough by having Kenny King sunk in his chair going, well, you know, man, I'm not going to say this contest wasn't about athleticism. You know, I'm not going to say that. Yeah, just, you just you did! Just Take did, the fucking L, dude. So bitter. Take 20, the L. you'll be grand. And, you know, yeah. Jake says he's pissed off and he doesn't understand, but he's not going to stop trying. Like, like that's an acceptable... Because yeah. not winning, like, yeah, that must fucking suck. Yeah, but like you don't you don't say well the uh, you, you, your reaction to it is like it's a healthy to, uh, thing to say I'm pissed off but I'm gonna keep going. What isn't healthy is fucking Kenny saying you know like oh they want it because they're fucking hot women. Mm. I mean, but I'm not actually yeah. gonna say I don't that. Actually, want to get into it though. Yeah. Like. So this is an interesting one now because I'm pretty confident I know like Kenny King. Yeah, I'm very confident of where he went, what he did. I think we basically have mentioned it throughout yeah, the ROH, TNA, those kind of things. Uh, I'd say the height of it for him was probably him in kind of in a prototypical version of the Hurt Business, the Beatdown Clan in TNA, him, mm-hmm. MVP, Bobby Lashley. You know, he was kind of groomed in that group and he, you know, that made him seem like more of a superstar. Jackie Gaeta, I know she was there for a couple of years. Miss Jackie with Rico. She like... married Charlie Haas. Yep. I know that when she was out, she went back onto the indies and did like, you know, more kind of muscle fitness stuff. She like, tr- I think her and Charlie ran a couple of shows. But mm. all I can say is that Charlie Haas, like, I don't want to really talk about it because it's kind of a sad story with him. I know they're split now. So yeah, they're not together anymore. But no. that, that man's in a world of fucking worry. That's all I'll say. She's apparently in real estate these days. Yeah, she moved on from, from wrestling yeah, pretty, with it. pretty hard. And Shaniqua was the gimmick name they gave to Linda. Which I right. still can't get over, but that's the name they gave her. They gave Linda and Jackie... A, you know, Jackie was, was, you know, the tough enough lady who came on, like, you know, the entitled rookie and she was a heel. Linda was entering, like, the face version of them. Then, like, Jackie stuck around. She was paired with, with Rico. Mm-hmm. Then Linda became Shaniqua and she was the dominatrix manager of the Basham brothers, yeah. Doug and Danny yes. Basham. Mm-hmm. And she wrestled a couple of matches. The gimmick they did with her was that, like, oh, she was... 
so big and powerful and ferocious that they had her like she wrestled Nidia and Dawn Marie yeah. and she like killed them she and does like, a match was it know. No Way Out 2004 she, the, she's in a match with the Basham brothers I yeah, can't it's, remember it's who her, it's I think it's her and the Bashams that wrestled Scotty Chihuahua and Rikishi yes, because she was yes, in the match, the match and then they had her take the bonsai drop and then that was it she was gone yes and I know she's a referee in basketball now that's it yeah she does substitute teaching as well apparently I think given how athletic she was and how they clearly what they wanted to do with her it was like they didn't even recognise it in tough enough because you know mm. being a dominatrix is obviously what they wanted for her I was surprised she didn't do much of anything else yeah me yeah. too a couple to of indie spots here or there yeah. I'm dying to know about tell me about my boy Jake uh, about Jake, Your boy Jake. I, I need to know because he feels like what do please, you think he's up to? Please do not tell me he's dead. Like, he's not dead. He's not okay. dead. He's still with us. All right. All I'll say about Jake is I know that one of the Tough Enough lads went off and he did a few spots and he, he got in CZW, I want to say, or something like that. There was, and that might have been the last season. That though. was yeah. last season. That was last season. Uh, is he in porn? No. Oh, that would be a good place for him. Yeah, he's good, yeah. No, he's not in porn and he's not in wrestling. He didn't really do anything in wrestling. Really? That's he was ridiculous. so determined and I, he has the look and like Al and Bob said, you know, like I would pay to watch him wrestle. He has a very empty LinkedIn page oh. where the only thing on there is that for the last 11 years he has been the owner, CEO and a real estate broker of Gold Standard Realty. That's the only thing on there. Well, why is that Florida, I'm assuming? I don't I'm, know why I'm assuming Florida. Probably. Yeah. But he has got a Twitter I went on there. He had like maybe five or six tweets total. Oh, there's going to be a January 6th it's like fucking thing. Five, <laughs> no, it's there? like five real estate tweets about properties or whatever. And then the sixth one is a retweet of Elon Musk who put a fucking sick meme that totally owned Dude. the list. Oh, is it the one with the bird touching the water? It's something. I can't remember what it is, but it's some... I felt fucking offended by it, dude. He got me hard. <laughs> oh, mate, you got him to. And he retweeted it and he replied to Elon saying, yes, exactly. That's it. That was his first tweet in 10 years, by the way. He took he took a 10-year hiatus. Well, I still stand by he's a big dum-dum. Okay, and he's a mainstream dum-dum for yeah, sure. Now, I, w- I want to know is he still got that hair? Uh, not what I could see. Okay. No, he's got normal <laughs> hair now. He also replied to a Ted Cruz tweet saying that he was uh, throwing in his support for Trump 2024. Oh, no, so Billy, Jake! Lantern! Can, can we pop in a little supercut here of all the times Billy was like, I love my boy Jake! <laughs> I've said it literally every episode. Yeah, Jake, I'm you sorry, dude. He's a big dumb wrestler. What do you expect? What do you I know, expect? yeah, they're all fucking right wing. Guy, years ago, Joe said to me, stop having heroes in wrestling, Kevin. I'm like, no, don't! And it's just a little bit safer when the character or whatever, fine, but... Oh boy, it's hard not to get personally invested when they're in a reality show and yeah. you follow their story. Yeah. But there you go. I mean, that's the long and short of it for him. I mean, I thought he would have done more. But uh, the- yeah, he had. I think he had it. He, he, had, he had the. I was genuinely surprised he didn't win. I generally thought there would be something, but you know what? He didn't have, and it was in the second to last episode. They had this bit with Chavo and Al and Ivory. They were all doing it, and they were they were asked obviously by the producer, "Why do you love wrestling?" And they were like, oh, God, I just, I gotta do it. Mm. I, I don't know. If I don't do it, I get like, I get, I go crazy and like, I get sad and depressed. But once I'm in there doing this, I just, oh, I, and like, these people have all been professionals of 20 years and nearly. They're still yeah. that and they're just like giddy at the prospect of going to fucking work. Yeah. And their work is like, hey, I get it. I fucking love my job. But like, their work, they get a lot of physical punishment. Yeah. And they're like, <laughs> And I don't think anyone, even Jackie, who negotiated the bravest face in all two seasons of Tough Enough, I don't think anyone has that. Because let's be honest, 
that's fucking weird. And that's fine because that's the beauty of wrestling. Mm. It attracts these weird fucking people. But I don't we, think we got enough... a little bit of that in season one. Maybe. And I think we are going to get that in season three. Not here, though. Mm, no. Not here. Not in season two. No way. I enjoyed season two of Tough Enough, but genuinely the cast was quite underwhelming. It was kind of as... cruel to do this to the cast to put them in the show, I think. As much as a lot of them grew on me and there were certain characters that I did really enjoy, there was way less standout people and way less like, you're going to be a star one day kind of characters. In Is this that because season. there were less people in there who you were able to kind of be like, oh, that's Josh Matthews, that's Nowinski, that's Maybe, maybe that's a, yeah, yeah, more recognisable faces. Like. Perhaps, but I just felt like the characters were a lot... They, they were less big characters this time mm. around. People were a bit more subdued, and I feel like the show itself was a bit more subdued in some ways. And I think, once again, it proves the point that were these reality shows a backdoor into wrestling, into the, into the big time? Kinda, but not in the way you'd think. No, more likely you know? a backdoor into real estate, really. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, honestly. So, that's tough enough season two. Better, worse than season one. I know you said that the cast was worse, but obviously they knew what they were doing a hell of a lot more this go around. It felt less yeah. that they were making up on the back of a cigarette packet as they were doing the shows. Yeah, it felt like it was a bit more of a cohesive show. Bob, like, Bob, better than Taz. I, I feel mm. like we got we got to know everyone a little bit more in season one. Yeah, where it felt like you know we got to learn a bit about more about Robert or Paulina or like any other people. You know, we had like here that we're, we're having these characters fall into roles. Here's fucking, you know, the nice funny relationship between Josh yeah. and Maven, well, we and, ben, ben Nowin- and Ben Nowinski like going oh, blah, 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 yeah. in the background. Like we didn't get that this time. We yeah. like, we like, how many t- times in previous episodes did we have to go? What's her fucking name? Yeah, yeah. And yeah. Annie. Yeah. Annie. There were loads of people. Loads like that. of times that we Mates. had that. Yeah. There was less memorable things in this season. Like, we didn't get the equivalent of, like, Stephanie McMahon riding in a limo with the girls talking about, yeah. like, how busy she is. Or Triple H chewing people out. Or yeah, I don't, I don't feel like Jeff any Hardy of the wrestling about... visits were as good as the wrestling visits. They were dialed back. Yeah. Maybe there was more of a hand in MTV this season, because I know we speculated that in the earlier what, in, yeah. you know, in terms of the casting, yes. the formatting of it and all that. I think it's going to go the other, from what I understand, it's going to go the other side of that spectrum in season three. Yeah. I'm intrigued. But I'll be saying, you know, that's that's kind of a professional morbid curiosity at this point because we've committed to it. Yeah. We will do. And we then, will. I, and, we then will. And, and as well, like I know for season three, like I don't know about you, Adam. Obviously, you know who wins. Yes. I know who wins season three. I don't, no. Pure, p- purely because of me watching wrestling at yeah. th- at this sort of time. Well, I don't know how soon we'll come to it because obviously, you know, we have a an ongoing season, and this kind of was setting up a little bit of business that we took started. Place we started this. this before the pandemic. Yeah, this, so this, the, tough this in many respects was not the kind of side series for season five. This was finishing up the side series from season four. Exactly. Yeah. So it may well be that we will do more tough enough, but I will say there'll probably be a bit of green grass between now and then. I think so. I want to let it settle. There's 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 other reality TV show shows out there very, out at the same time as 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 what we're covering. Yeah, you know there is. There's, there's, there's one in particular there I'm is. desperate to watch. Oh, there is. God. Yeah. No. And that's no! a story for another side series. Oh, no. <laughs> another pandemic has been ushered in <laughs> by mistake. What did you think of this season of Tough Enough? Let us know in the comments below. If you've been joining us for the entire ride. Who was your MVP? Who do you think should have made it in the world of wrestling? You maybe didn't get a fair shake from the old MTV WWE double team here. And as always, if you're listening on Apple, Amazon, Google, Spotify, SoundCloud, wherever you get your audio, make sure you leave us an old rating or review. Give it a thumbs up. Give it a like. Or if you want to help us out real time, recommendations for a podcast, why not send those people our way? 
You can interact with us on social media. Find us on Facebook at facebook.com forward slash Podcast, and find us on Twitter at AE Podcast. And on those social media pages, you will find quite a lot of video clips made by yours truly. Oh. Clips of classic episodes, clips of new episodes, and clips of Patreon content. Patreon! Oh. <laughs> sorry, he just flew into the room yeah. there. <laughs> Patreon.com forward slash AE Podcast. It seems like there's a lot of content there, and that's because there is! <laughs> And we spent ages agonizing over how many hours we should say that there is, but we're going to go over 200 hours. And by the time it you is, yeah. this, and it's it costs well not lots. Yes, $5 a month. And I was thinking, there's not many things in the world of wrestling that have maintained their $5 value. As they have gotten exponentially bigger and massiver, it's us in the network, basically, except that costs $9.99. Mm. Patreon.com forward slash A podcast. It's like the WWE Network. But very different half the price <laughs> and half, half the price and more than half the price if you live in the UK we've got all sorts of goofs and gaffs side series exclusive content you've got nearly 100 episodes of the Smackdown Crawl Adam and Billy doing comic reviews you've got video episodes from yeah. myself Adam and Billy we've got all those Bibliotech book reports a few free ones here there's a whole load more behind the paywall as well as the Reading Ranch where I have spent Seven excruciating two-hour-plus episodes going through every single ridiculous detail of Journey into Darkness as I try to secure the rights from Simon and Schuster who don't have them anymore! <laughs> and that's available on Patreon as well. All this and more for as little as $5 a month, or if you'd like to get access to more content, a variety of tiers to suit, a variety of budgets, you can drop out whenever you want with no commitment to stick around, and a minimum of two new pieces of content every single month. Ooh, Corporate Ministry of Sound, we review albums. That's another one. <laughs> and it's, we re literally, it's really fucking we fun. I cannot remember how many things we have on there. That's how fucking bust-ass it is. I baby. swear to God, it's some of the best goddamn content we've ever goddamn done. It's some of my favourite stuff. Seriously sure. is. And if you're a purveyor of stuff and things, head on over to MatthewsBotcherMania.com. Stuff. Things. Jake. I still love you, baby. Don't you say that. <laughs> Adam, we need to, we need to fucking... What are you telling me off for? I'm telling you to get the van, I'm we Jake, need to break him. Headbutt him right now. <laughs> Reset. <laughs> well, until next time, where we're going to be doing something else. It's a goodbye from me, Kevin. Me, Adam. And me, Billy. And we'll see you next time on the Adam Shiro Podcast.